What was your name in German again? My name in German? Yeah. Uh, Jäger Buxa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> uh, Jäger is German for hunter. Jäger Buxa. Jägermeister is master hunter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Here. Willkommen zu Hasen. Große Uhr zu sehen. Heute geht es um Suspiria aus dem Jahr 2018 und Tanzen. <laughs> Welcome to Hate Watch Great Watch. Today we are talking about Suspiria from the year 2018 and dance. Interesting. I like it. It's, I mean, it's, it's a lovely language. Hasse ur grosse ur. Nein Deutsch. Sprecher sie Englisch. Yeah. All right. This is <laughs> this is a language podcast. Yeah, willkommen <laughs> to our we don't know a language we're going to talk about podcast. Hola. Hello, excellent mention. Nice. Hello, excellent humans. It is. In German, apparently, according to Google. It, it definitely, that sounds correct. It sounds right. <laughs> Hello, excellent humans, and welcome to Hate Watch, Great Watch. Today we're talking about Suspiria from 2018, directed by Luca Guadagnino. Sure. Luca G. Yeah, yeah dog. <laughs> we'll cut that out. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Woof. Swing and a miss. <laughs> There's nothing funny about yeah, dog anymore. It's become a part of the lexicon, and it's outdated now. Kids nowadays say, like, trill and lit and what's the one? Ratchet. I've been out of touch for at least a year. You were out of touch before you were 30. Yeah. You like uncool things. That's true. <laughs> I was uh, hip, dog. You were such a trendsetter all the time. <laughs> you were the first person to say dog in North America. Uh, the one trend I actually set was in high school. Some of it I just stayed in a trend until it came around and was fashionable again, like dressing like it's the 90s. Yeah. I've been doing that since the actual 90s. <laughs> and then like four years ago, everybody was like, you know what's back? Torn jeans and flannel. And I was like, cool. <laughs> cool. I can walk around and not feel like people think I might be a ghost. I thought you'd be like, cool, I can re-up on my flannel. Good flannel's hard to come by. It's still hard to find good flannels. Oh, what a bunch of basic bitches. <laughs> With your basic bitch flannel. <laughs> Welcome to our fucking fashion podcast. <laughs> it's called Basic Stitch. Um, oh, nice. Uh... <laughs> Welcome back, basic bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Like he said, hello, excellent humans, and welcome to Hate Watch, Great Watch. I am one of your co-hosts, Allison Mikulis. I'm your other co-host, Yiga Buxa. <laughs> and with us today is our guest. Hi, I'm Tommy, and I'm happy to be here. Thanks. I think you might, you might be one of the only people that said I'm happy to be here. Yeah, most people don't realize they're happy to be here until like partway through. Yeah, then they're like, oh, this is fun. Uh, and so we're discussing the recent pseudo remake, I'm going to say, of it's Suspiria. A, it, it is by definition a remake. Yeah. Um, it has the same title. Yeah. And it has a credit in the opening credits based on the concepts created by Dario Argento and Daria Nicca... Nicolodi. Nicolodi, who, who, if I'm not mistaken, was Dario Argento's girlfriend at the time. 
the impetus to it was a bunch of dreams that Daria had told Dario. Not linear, like, interconnected things where it's like, oh, I was back in that same location or whatever. It was just like, oh, I had a dream that I was in, like, a room full of wire, you know, or something. And from there, Dario Argento built this, like, weird, dreamlike, very crazy and gorgeous, you know, horror film. So it's kind of like Haosu, which we just did with uh, yeah. Brian. From what I understand of Suspiria 1977, it was built kind of from the ground up around these images. And then he used it like... It was a little more like surrealist or something. Yeah, and then he used like fairy tale structures and stuff to fill it in. Built this weird cosmology of, of witchcraft in it that he explored in two other movies. Yeah, because it was part of a series on... It was on... a trilogy, yeah. yeah. It's named after the three mothers, they're called. The Mother of Sighs, which is Mother Suspiriorum, who Suspiria is named after. The second movie was Inferno. The third one was... The what? Mother of Tears. It's called The Mother of Tears? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen bits of Inferno, but I've never seen The Mother of Tears. That was only made in, like, 2000 and something. I think 2001. 2001, yeah. Yeah, it took him a while to do the series. Because Inferno was made just a few years after Suspiria in the early 80s. Um, I believe, or maybe it was 79, but like right in there. And then like a 20 year gap until he could complete the trilogy. Anyway, this is all barely related. But Tommy, you picked this one. Um, why this? I saw the original around 2012-ish and I had seen it come up on Amazon. So I watched it, the new one, then yeah. 2018 remake. I thought it was way better than what I could remember from the original. That's pretty much why I picked it because okay. I actually really wanted to talk about it. Cool. So I don't know, I don't know when I was going to talk about this, but when the Luca Suspiria was mm-hmm. coming out, a lot of people online, when the first trailer dropped, criticized it for being drab looking, not mm-hmm. as colorful, because it's physically fucking impossible to make anything that's as colorful as the 1977 Suspiria. Like, and that's not hyperbole, that's real. Mm-hmm. The colorization process they used on the film, it was the last film to be done that way. It's called Three Band Technicolor, as opposed to like a lot of movies now where there's color, you get tint over things and like everything like even the hot colors look cool because that's the way the Mm -hmm. scene is is tinted but with the three band thing each color gets like fully saturated in a realistic way without looking overblown it is three strip three strip and actually apparently it wasn't shot in three strip but it was processed processed in three strip yeah it wasn't shot that way it was processed that way um but also the time that they were phasing all of that out yeah it was was literally the last film to be done that way yeah um but that's what they used on things like Wizard of Oz, for instance, which, mm-hmm. again, has very vivid yeah. colors. But he also, instead of using gels on the normal, like, stage lights, he got these special lights that were, like, a different... It was a different design of light and okay. just stretched fabric over them. Yeah, they weren't as hot They as... weren't as hot, yeah, so they didn't damage the fabric, but also that allowed him to get them a lot closer to the set. Okay, that's So cool. the color didn't, like, lose as much in the air, you know? Like, it was a lot yeah. closer, so it's very fucking red. Mm-hmm. And it also let him position them differently to give things wild color. You know, like, he could position them in such a way that, like, your character, who's only, like, two feet from the wall, is gold, and the wall is red. Mm -hmm. Totally changed the way it was lit, and nothing really had been lit like that. So, it's impossible. I mean, like, yeah, you could replicate the fabric over the lights thing. And you could probably do it digitally, I guess, but that's cheating. Fuck you. And and nobody yeah. processes well, it films would, it with that. It would be like yeah. Sky Captain the World of Tomorrow or yeah. whatever, where they were selective coloring stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But yeah. that's cheating. Um, yeah. As a photographer, selective color is trash. Don't ever do it. <laughs> I just it's, found out my phone could do that ugly. today. <laughs> Don't do it. It's I'm going to do ugly. it. It's so ugly. I'm going to do it when we post this episode. <laughs> note, to, note to me, Hunter. Uh, when we post like the, the group photo for this episode to announce that this is the movie we did. Definitely do selective color on Tommy's blue shirt, so everything that has that tone of blue shows up in it, but that's it. (laughs) No. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll add a word balloon of you saying I hate selective color. <laughs> yeah, he, he will. He will. I kind of understand the choices of like not trying to go for that level of color because you can't and you're not going to match it and you're not going to well, like that was, supersede it or well, anything. That was kind of where I was going yeah. with this was yeah. that everybody was real mad that like yeah. it doesn't look like Suspiria. And it's like, dudes, you know you can apply that kind of color to any movie. Any fucking yeah. movie that comes out, you can make look like Suspiria color. You can do that. It doesn't only, you can't only play in that sandbox in Suspiria land. Like fucking do that to whatever movie. Get mad at every movie that every movie doesn't look like yeah. that because every movie should look like that. It's fucking incredible. Sure, it wouldn't work for everything, but there are movies where it would definitely work for. Anything where the reality isn't our reality. I get mad that it's not colorful enough. Yeah, Mandy had a lot of color in it. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I don't Panos know. Cosmatos. Yes, but if you're going to do that in a Suspiria remake, it would still be a letdown because, like, it doesn't have that level of richness that the original does. Yeah, and it would just know? be, it would just be, like, a band doing a cover. Like, why do a cover if you're just going to try to sound almost exactly like the original? Unless that's your gimmick. If your band is called, like, Neely the Beatles, and that's your bit, is like, we... Yeah. We look and sound and I play the exact same instruments as the Beatles. And it's I like, cool, then yeah, sound exactly like Day Tripper. Like, mm -hmm. nail it note for note. But if you're like a shitty band from New Jersey called, like, Shit Pit or whatever, and you're like, we're going to cover Day Tripper. I don't want to sit through, like, four of your songs and then have you do a note-perfect Day Tripper. Although that would be weird and fun. <laughs> I'd rather you do it your way. Like, yeah. do that your way. Make that your movie. I think a better band name would be I Can't Believe It's Not Beatles. I Can't Believe It's Not Beatles. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. High five, legally not Paul. <laughs> Raul. <laughs> it's close to Paul. You swap the vowels and it's an R. And uh, Johan. Johan. <laughs> and Ringu, the Japanese ghost. <laughs> On drums. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Now I Ringu. want that to be a thing. Yeah, I want a t-shirt that's three Beatles and the ring. <laughs> George is still George, though. Yeah, you can do Jorge. <laughs> oh man a uh, horror band who would be the who would be your lead singer for a horror band like a band made up of horror movie uh characters who do you want lead singing i would have to go with the woman in black <laughs> Black. okay so that's a show where every you know how they do that thing where like a band will come out and start playing and the singer's not out like iggy pop does this where the band starts like playing like down on the street or whatever it's like, and you're like you're just so fucking getting in the groove and you're like man where is he <laughs> and then like iggy pop runs out he's like yeah you know like whatever that's every song because that's the woman in black's whole thing is like where'd she go and then she pops out and goes, yeah feel like that she'd just be on wires like swinging back and forth across the stage i think i want beetlejuice i think beetlejuice is oh, a great yeah. show right. nice fucking model honk honk like it's that you know it's that voice so it's all gonna kind of sound like that but he's a good showman yeah yeah i was trying to think if i could think of anybody that does like songs and stuff you think too literally i know as you can tell by our answers we we're thinking tangentially all right fine one of the fish people from cold skin they sound weird it's true. It would kind of be like listening to Cigaros. Yeah. <laughs> um, fair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you definitely want Michael Myers on bass because he just is so steady yeah. all the time. Like, never, never, like, runs, never stumbles. Like, it's just the perfect bass player. Keeps and he always rhythm. catches up. Yeah. Freddy Krueger's your manager. Yes, he Oh, does. really? He's not, the, he's not the lead guitar player and you don't call him Shreddy Krueger? That's a mistake. <laughs> All right. My bad. Shreddy Krueger. Here comes my solo, bitches! <laughs> <Just> <laughs> every night. <laughs> Their manager could be Chucky. Oh, I like that. Chucky takes no shit. 
And he also sounds, like, on the phone, like, if he's trying to get a gig, he sounds like a, you know, 40-year-old serial <laughs> killer. Sounds like Brad Dourif. Where he's like, come on! You gotta fucking sign him! You know? Or, ooh, ooh, Ghostface. Ooh. Oh, he's yeah. really good on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is very good on the phone. He's very good on the phone, guys. Did you line up that gig, Sydney? <laughs> <laughs> I could do this all night. I could spitball, having been in the world of like being in a tiny band and trying to book gigs and also loving horror movies, I could riff on this all night. Yep. We gotta start talking about actual Suspiria, though. Sure. Act 1, 1977, which is the same date as the original film. There's a whole political subplot yeah, well, in the background of this. It's historical yeah. uh, references to things that were happening in 77, especially around Germany. Yeah, which... there's a lot of political unrest. And, yeah, and that, that thread runs through a lot of this movie. Yes. Yeah. This is very specific to Germany. Like, it's a, you know, why was this set in Germany? Because this couldn't be anywhere else. You know, like, the original Suspiria didn't have to be set in Germany. Yeah. There's nothing about it that's explicitly German. Right, but this is very entrenched in its location and its time period. Yeah. The character Patricia, played by Chloe Grace Moretz, who was barely in the movie. But so, uh, yeah, Patricia visits her psychiatrist. Dr. Klemper. This is Tilda Swinton in old age makeup. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's a really good old age makeup. Yeah, And then also, especially, she's doing great, like, German language and accent work. Mm -hmm. I had had that spoiled for me before the movie came out. I accidentally found out there was a fake uh, IMDb Mm. listing for him and stuff. Yeah. Which is real cool, but watching the movie, if you hadn't told me that, I don't know that I would have been suspicious. It's a great performance. The makeup is incredible. Incredible. The only thing I thought was a little, it didn't ring quite true, was um, his walk is a little stagey. I can agree with that. Uh, But there is a very funny, at one point where he's walking down the stairs from the police station. You know, he has this very, like, deliberate pace because he's mm-hmm. older they overlay dialogue from the next scene which is uh, one of the dance instructors yeah. going one two three yeah. one two three and that's no. like his pace walking down the stairs and i was like i was like that's pretty funny i really like that yeah so patricia's in dr klemper's office she's kind of having a freak out talking about how the people that she's like at school with are witches they were like giving her blessings somewhat yeah. like they gave me balance and perfect, perfect sleep perfect mm-hmm. balance and perfect sleep and i was yeah. like oh those sound so good don't they yes they do 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 you have that balance not that bad but i'm clumsy so like as long as you're giving me perfect shit i'll take balance that's fine uh but perfect sleep oh but yeah but so she's like but they also took my hair and my urine and my eyes and now she can see me yeah and then she starts to freak out about eyes in the room like she's at this point laying on like an ottoman and dr Klemper has a uh book on freemasonry Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, it's got the eye in the compass in the compass yeah and uh like it's on the spine of the book and she gasps and freaks out and slams the book down mm-hmm. and something else has an eye on it and then the third thing is a photo of uh, dr klemper's long missing wife anka um and she slams that down and, and breaks it yeah klemper gets up and stands it back up the glass and the frame is now cracked and that's very sad yeah. we, i think you and i both went oh yeah because you can tell he's an older dude so like that is probably his dead mm-hmm. wife and then spoilers because obviously there are going to be spoilers yes. she's not just missing she's dead yeah she's long dead yeah he he has been like over the years like mounting various searches to try and track her down because it was a uh... the blockades and stuff that they had between countries mm-hmm. they were trying to leave poland or enter poland or something but it was the border with poland the implication was that he was german and she was jewish or german jewish 
oh, or whatever. Okay, yeah. yeah. And so he had all of his correct papers and he was trying to get them for her or something and took too long or whatever. Yeah, they didn't they didn't leave yeah. soon enough. Yeah. Whatever it was. Oh, okay. But for, yeah. for whatever reason, yeah, he was able to get out of the city and she was not. Yeah. And he's been looking for her yeah. since then. So eyes are like a thing in seventy seven Suspiria. But I think this is sort of like a nod to, to that. that. Yeah. 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 It's it's a it's a little golden books kids called fun with witchcraft. The best thing about witchcraft in movies is you can fucking make a cherry pick from various belief systems and whatever. Mm-hmm. So in this, like, if there's eyes, then theoretically, you know, the mother can see you, and that's cool. Is it the mother? Is that what she's saying? Yes, yeah, she's the saying mother, the mother is inside me. Is, is, yeah, it's yeah. going. It's trying to be inside me. Trying to get inside me. It wasn't specified on whether it was which mother, the, which which mother, the um yeah, which which mother because you mother. had. Mother of size, and then you have Mother yeah. Marcos trying to get inside her because yeah. towards the end of the movie, it's explained that Mother Marcos was really trying to get another body because her yeah. body is so decrepit and yeah, that she needs another yeah. form to take. Yeah, she's uh, been like patching her body with victim parts. Oh, is that what's been happening? Yeah, oh. do you not see that she had, like, arms, like, little hands mm-hmm. coming off her, uh... Oh, no. I saw that she had, like, weird little appendages and stuff, but I thought they were, like, massive cysts or something. No, that, she had, like, little baby hands. Oh, like, shit. Coming, one was coming off of her, like, side of her shoulder, and she had one, like, in her abdomen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And she was no. randomly just, like, leaking. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I definitely saw the leaking. Juice? Yeah. <laughs> Witch juice? Witch juice. Yeah, it's, it's like... Witch juice, by the way, is an energy drink I would drink (laughs) it kind of seemed like clear pus so she's not like actively putrid but it's still pretty bad Mm -hmm. yeah it's not great anytime you start just randomly springing leaks there's a problem yeah I thought it's that, shit, I thought I that they it. were just growths. So I think they foreshadow that sort of imagery in one of Susie's witchy possession dreams. Oh, yeah, yeah there's they a do. bunch of stuff. So yeah. I think it's the second one where there's like a lot of hand imagery, mm-hmm. and there's one where I believe it's Tilda's hands, but she has one of those little baby hands. There was a thing on the internet where everybody was putting like baby hands on oh, their fingers. Yep. And so she has like one of those, but it's got like a Victorian sort of sleeve on the hand yeah. uh-huh. on her pinky. So it's like a regular hand, and then the pinky is a small arm with another small hand mm-hmm. for just like a split second. And I think that's like foreshadowing that kind of imagery. Yeah, actually, yeah. there's a lot of hand stuff in this too, yeah, which I didn't true. realize until we're just talking about now. Man, you you invite me to a witch school full of sexy dance ladies, and you're telling me there's gonna be a lot of hand stuff. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, even Susie no. says, I want to be the hands of the company. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. There, Tilda's there asking her, like, uh, what? Do you want to be the head or the spine or the sex or the heart? Yeah. And she says, I want to be the hands. I want yeah. to be this company's hands. I have that in my notes. Yeah. I'm going to spoil this now. I really hope this becomes a trilogy. I really hope uh, Luca gets to do yeah, the other too. two and really make this a thematic trilogy. Because, yeah. man, this is very interesting. Yeah. And it feels unfinished. Compared to the original, it's more structured and it has more, like, story dialogue. More lore to follow. The world that It's he, more tangible. Yeah. 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 The world that he built is so much more interesting than the original. Yeah, I mean to I don't know well, if the I don't know if no. it's more interesting than the original, but to it is more it's more tangible. It's more yeah. there. Yeah. To sum it up, I think that uh the seventy seven was much more stylish visually mm-hmm. and the scares were scarier and more sudden and visceral. Yeah, it's it's more of a and, nightmare. Yeah, and this tends to be more like slowly unwinding, it kinda simmers. There are occasional like whoa moments but it's not yeah, as some body horror 
Yeah. Right, but it's not as shocking, I think, as some of the things yeah. in the original Suspiria. So I think, like, the imagery in this is more shocking and visceral. Yeah. Like, Olga's death is horrifying. Yeah. yeah. But it's a slow build to that. So, like, by the time you get there, it feels inevitable. It's not just out of nowhere. Whereas mm-hmm. if it was that was Argento, like, she would have been walking down the stairs and then just, like, collapsed in upon herself like origami <laughs> and there would have just been, like, blood. You know, like... Yeah. And it would have just been like, holy shit, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, probably also something else weird would have happened. Yeah. Like, a bunch of fish would have fallen from the sky or whatever. <laughs> which is like, no idea, dude. No idea. That's true. <laughs> but it would have been great and gorgeous and really horrifying. Yeah. So but yeah, I, all the, all I the... think Argento's might be a little bit more fun to look at, but this has more structure as a film. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's much more of a film. Yeah, as Patricia's leaving his office, she says, they'll hollow me out and eat my cunt on a plate, in German, which... It's a very common German phrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's um, what you say when somebody sneezes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> what a gazoon type means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now you can't have anybody say that to you when you sneeze or you'll start laughing. Don't ever say it again. You know I say that all the goddamn yes, time, you right? you do. <laughs> I oh had my a, guy, gosh. a guy sneezed in the store and I was like, gazoon type. And he went, to German? And I said, uh, polytheist. <laughs> and he looked at me for a second and went, ah. <laughs> he like got it and was like, all right. <laughs> it's nice when you have those good connections. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anywho, I think we cut to Mennonites. It's Susie's family. I missed that in the movie. Oh, yeah, I missed I, her saying she's yeah, from Ohio. I had mm-hmm. missed it until about the end when she killed her mother. The whole movie, I'm thinking, oh, that's Mother Marcos on, on her deathbed. I got it at the end and I was like, oh, this lady that's deformed as fuck that's mother marcos that's mother marcos and the woman in ohio on that big stretch of land and that's her mother and then she says death to all mothers and kills yeah death to all other mothers yeah I, we gotta unpack this last scene yeah but that's Susie now right she's the mm-hmm. mother of size yeah yeah she yeah so was yeah. mother marcos the mother of size before she, that or was she at least claimed to or be was mm-hmm. was miss blanc madame blanc she's probably like the most faithful disciple Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, we see uh, Klemperer, like, looking through, I guess it's, like, Patricia's diary or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And seeing, like, occult symbols and stuff and, yeah, and, and like, diagrams. Yeah, like, kind of summoning circles sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, the diagrams yeah. that, that mm-hmm. uh, had, like, you know, Madame Blanc at the center. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I was like, is she supposed to be the new, the mother and whatever? And there's, you know, the painting later with the, the frame made of hair mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the two of them. And I was like, oh, maybe that was Madame Marcos. She took a, a host oh, and that's... Okay. Okay. Blanc. But then when you see yeah. Madame Marcos, Mother yeah. Marcos, I was like, oh, okay, no, they're two separate things well, still. Mm-hmm. Even before that, when you hear, like, the witches voting, you can tell, like, that the two of them were different. <laughs> yeah. And now that you say that, it makes, it just, it just kind of makes some kind of sense of why Griffith killed herself. Because, like, she wasn't privy to all the same information that everybody else was. You would oh, see her. that's possible. Because, yeah, she's creeping. watching a lot. Yeah, she was, like, yeah. creeping and watching and just trying to, like, probably figure something out yeah because that was definitely something i couldn't really figure Mm -hmm. out you know in a larger sense as to why she would do that i i mean i do know that she was sitting back and listening to them talk Mm -hmm. and then you know stab herself she starts to cry and olga then starts to cry yeah so i also wasn't sure if like maybe each of the madams had connection to a student oh and then like it was a power struggle like if well no that if 
if that student wasn't going because Olga was supposed to dance the lead yeah. in mm-hmm. the thing. So she was then maybe going to be the body for mm-hmm. Mother Marcos. Uh-huh. And then when that didn't happen, you know, then like maybe I thought I thought it was like a power struggle, like if her girl had gotten chosen, hmm. you know, like like the houses oh. in fucking Harry Potter, like this girl is my charge. And if she had become the new vessel, then I would be in good standing. And this is, again, stuff I was thinking during the but when when, you know, yeah. she starts crying and then Olga starts crying. Yeah. There's like thick tears tears and can't see yeah anymore. it looks like glycerin but yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but i mean like i think it's supposed to be unnaturally thick i think it's supposed oh, yeah. to look totally. like yeah. scary yeah. um and then she gets fucking yeah voodoo dance we'll talk, murdered we'll talk yeah. about it i think there's like some like precedent to what you're saying because if you if we look back at the dinner scene I mean, yeah. like when they start singing like the women start caressing the girl next to them then yeah, that does actually make a lot more sense then. I didn't catch that. The numbers didn't line up in my head, but then there were always kind of more of faculty than I was expecting. Like yeah. well, when also, they have the voting scene and mm-hmm. they all have dinner, I was like, there's a lot more of them than I thought there were. I thought there was like four or mm-hmm. five or something. That dinner, that that uh, voting like kitchen scene, which is, by the way, like I love that scene. It's yeah. gorgeously shot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Camera just like keeps moving, like yeah. it never really stops, and I loved it. Right. But like that scene, I was like, "There's like eleven. <laughs> I was like, "There's yeah. so many of them." I was like, "Who the hell?" Yeah. Well, so also with the dinner scene, like Susie's sitting by herself, yeah. and then moves to like the second head of the table across from Madame, Madame Blanc. Blanc. Yeah. And so that works out because Patricia left or died or whatever Mm -hmm. right before Susie was admitted. So she's the extra girl. But then we were down a matron because Griffith Griffith. Griffith killed herself. So she would be a girl without a pair except that she's Madame Blanc's charge. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So all that seems to work out. Yeah. I think. Now that I'm like really looking back at like some of this stuff, it's making sense. But then it's like. It's not making sense. And then I don't think it's supposed to make sense until we get more movies out of this. With a lot of like supernatural things, I think you're supposed to get the gist of it and not necessarily know exactly how it works. Um, like the at the end, I wasn't sure what exactly we were seeing. But it's fine. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying like it's not explicitly clear. But I mean, I think I get it, which I think is the intended, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. also from looking at stuff online, apparently this was a fairly polarizing movie. Like sure. critics were pretty split. Well, there's and, a lot of women in it. So that's well, going to piss off like yeah. half the film going community. Well, not even that, but just like people interpreting these themes differently and some people finding them distasteful, whereas other people reading different meanings into the same yeah. thing. I think that was it was that like it is a bit nebulous and difficult to pin down and that do you want to talk a little bit about that or do you want to do that later later okay because it's a lot of it's based around the ending all right so i mean we don't have to go like exactly beat by beat is there anything specifically we wanted to talk about with the first bunch of the movie i mean you know we meet uh susie she comes to the school she has uh it's dakota johnson she has you know lovely red hair who's definitely the mennonite definitely from ohio yes yeah yeah you know yeah, yeah, um and her mother is definitely dying. Yeah. Which we see. Yeah. Um there's there's a good shot, the establishing shot when we first see her Mennonite home. There's a like a cross stitch or whatever on the wall that says uh, a mother is someone who can replace take the place of anyone but no one can ever take her place. Yes. Something mm-hmm. to that effect. I don't yeah. know exactly how it was phrased. Which but. turns out to be extremely thematic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. at the end I was like, Oh dip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dip, I was like, cross oh. dip. I was like, these witches never read that cross stitch. Uh, yeah. Too brought... much witching, not enough stitching. Not enough stitching. <laughs> stitching witch, our new side podcast. <laughs> It's a 
side podcast of basic stitches. Basic, basic stitches. stitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then our side podcast, uh, Stitch and Witch, which is just about uh, crafts and witchcrafts. <laughs> Witch arts and or crafts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, Susie, uh, you know, gets welcomed into the school and whatever. And her first dance, she, um, her like audition dance. Well, she's sort mm-hmm. of just lingering. So even, even before that, I was waiting to see what the school was going to look like. It's in a much different style than the... Yeah, nothing original. in this really looks that much like the original. There's yeah. a couple things that are nods to stuff. Yeah. But mostly it's it's much more real. Yeah. Yeah, the 1977 film is like a nightmare. It's yeah. I mean, it's gorgeous. I love yeah. it. So, had I the money, I would totally live in a house that looked like any number of the sets in that fucking movie, except for the room full of barbed wire. But uh, <laughs> that's no fun. Nobody wants that. Let the dog in. No! <laughs> I love him too much. <laughs> The diagrams, whether they're exactly summoning circles or, like, dance diagrams, or, I mean, they're both, really. Yeah. There's a whole thing in the movie, which I think is great and fascinating. A couple Dancing of those, as witchcraft. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole thematic thing of, like, we're familiar with the idea of, like, okay, to, to cast a spell or whatever, you write it down, or you have a rune or a sigil, or, you know, you're Harry Potter, and you say a specific word, and you move your wand a specific way, but it's always, like, it's movement or something on a space, so it's either a specific specific shape the symbol calls a spell into action or like moving your wand a certain way in three-dimensional space or whatever and this posits the idea that all the dancers doing the dancing you know and moving the way they are and each of their movements being not unlike a letter in a word and all the words spelling out uh, a phrase in the air in physical space and that's witchcraft yeah. it's the dark arts yeah. and crafts you know <laughs> like we watched the whole performance of volk and it's great uh, speaking of like the performance of volk um i think that was supposed to be the performance to summon the mother of size i, I believe yeah. well, but Susie had already summoned her was it some mother of size or was it i thought it was to get helena marcos into Susie, like they were saying see, they were going to do and then it didn't work yeah see i thought it was oh, okay. uh, to like open the doorway i don't think it was the actual possession but i thought it was like to basically open the pathway then they would have to do a final thing to yeah. transfer the you know Okay. I mean, either way, she improvises. She goes off book, as she yeah. says. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then the spell isn't perfectly completed. Yeah. yeah. Practicing it, uh, they're talking about it as just a performance and work of art where she's like, I don't want to do the jumps here. Uh, I think the jumps are more impactful where you have them again later. At first, I only do like motions like closer to the floor, then you'll really feel the gravity. And Tilda Swinton says, you're confusing um, so you physical confusing weakness, physical weakness with, with artistic, artistic preference. And I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> Which that's great. And then I expected her to just proceed to shut her the fuck down. Yeah. And she kind of doesn't. She's just like, you are young no, she and you don't her. understand. She, that... she loves her. She's yeah. like, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. But she's grooming yeah. her to like be the new mother. So she, you know. But yeah, I wasn't expecting her to take that gentle of attack. Yeah. It, especially with that as your lead up. Yeah. No, you're, you're kind of waiting for the whole movie. I was kind of waiting for Tilda Swinton to be like the you know wicked stepmother no yeah she's really not yeah she's almost the good witch yeah Mm -hmm. yeah almost the good witch she's like killing these other girls (laughs) but she loves Susie. she Susie is like though i am fucking down to clown put your witch shit inside me like from like 20 minutes in Mm -hmm. she does kind of turn on marcos at the end yeah yeah she does because she she wants the power like she knows who she knows it's it's about knowing your self-worth i Mm -hmm. think and the other thing is there is a line that her mother says on her deathbed which is uh, the the there's somebody there like giving her last rites and saying like i'll forgive you of your sins and and 
and you know your family blah blah and she's like my daughter my daughter is my sin she is what i have smeared on the world yes mm-hmm. and i was like fuck and yeah and i and that's kind of your foreshadowing that she's ultimate witch material yeah, yeah. but i think she's not only ultimate witch material but like she went there knowing what it was yeah like can... and but she doesn't go in and just say like well, i'm also i'm I a half devil baby or whatever the you know full backstory is but like because like Mennonites, Mennonites have a lot of stories about getting mm-hmm. seduced by the devil. Yeah, that's a big thing in Mennonite mythology and stuff. I bet it is. There's yeah. a lot of those stories, yeah. you know. But we never really touch on that in this specifically. Yeah. But she doesn't show up and be like, "Hey, listen, I'm totally into the dark arts. I know that's what you're doing here. Like, please mm. make me the witch queen." But the same way that the teachers in this are like to use the word grooming, they're like, you know, trying to find which girl is going to be the vessel for the mother. Yeah. She's also doing that to Tilda Swinton, like. When until this one is talking to her when they're having like a one-on-one dance session, she's like, "Each of your movements is like a letter," and that's you know what I just said about and you're spelling out a sentence and a phrase and you know you're spelling out the story in the air or a spell yeah you know and you're like oh shit she in on it or is that just a guess well Mm -hmm. i think by that time she definitely knew what she was getting into early but even earlier than that was when she first like felt helena marcos reaching out to her that was the mother of size are you talking about when she did the dance I think it was when she was doing Olga or whatever, right? Yeah, it was wait, right. Wait, at... wait, 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 wait. What are we talking about? It was when Olga. You see those fingernails and yeah. stuff? I thought that was uh, Helena Marcos. No, that's the mother of size because I'm... if you look at the end, if you look at how the mother of size looks, it's very evident that. Oh, at the end? Yeah. That's not the mother of Who's... size, though. No, that's the devil. That's not the devil. It's death. Or it's just death, for... sorry. Oh, yeah. Death. Yeah, at the end, that's what I was like. I wasn't sure exactly what I was seeing. So yeah. I was like, well, let me see who. For yeah. like, because I didn't want to read no, like a Su- plot synopsis. Susie calls him death. Well, it's a, it's a lady. Does she? I don't. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, she does. I know she kept saying, like, death to all false mothers or yeah. death, death to all other mothers or whatever. So I was like, is that supposed to be the devil? Because usually you see yeah. rites yeah. in a witchy movie that's someone the devil. But knowing the cosmology, I was like, it might be the mother of size. And yeah. I looked it up, but it's credited as death. Yeah, no, I think and it's the she... same actress, I think, that played okay. Susie's mother. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think she, like, dismisses it by name or something. Or, oh, really? or says, I've brought death for you or something to that effect. Sure, like, but I mean, but so, like, that could that's... also be just flowery language. Okay, well, that's where I got it, that, like, that's what this thing is. It's going around and, and like, causing everybody to vomit blood. Her head's explode. And then she, yeah, dismisses death, but then asks the other girls, what can I give you? And she's like, I want to die. And yeah, they all then she, death. like, yeah. whispers something in their ear or whatever and they fall yeah you want to talk about her audition Susie uh, uh, tells them she likes to dance she prefers to dance without music yeah well and she always kicks her shoes off too which I mean like a bunch of them dance barefoot but like it's kind of a couple of times it's like a production of her like kicking yeah Yeah. and I was wondering if there was some symbolism to either of those things you know I mean like although even then uh, I mean like mythology wise is there a reason you know taking power from the ground and everything and that's even something that's like talked about with her jumps not being good enough or whatever is like she's like i just third dance yeah she's like saying to uh madame blanc this is where i want to be i want to be grounded i want to have you know yeah and that's the you're mistaking uh, physical physical weakness weakness for for artistic preference yeah the like you need to learn the rules before you break them thing was something that i was told for writing and i I use it in my whole life I I used to, like, argue with people when doing, like, peer editing, where they'd be like, oh, this right here is wrong, and I'm like, 
yes, I know it is. I did that for a specific artistic choice. I'm doing a thing here. And so same thing with like any kind of artistic expression like cubism, right? Picasso could do really lifelike portraiture, but kind of went off into this other, you know, hyper stylized thing because that was what was more interesting and more expressive to him. It wasn't that he was a bad artist. It was that he wanted to have that kind of style. Right. And then there's Dali who, I mean, he just fucking couldn't paint a clock that didn't look like it was melting. He kept (laughs) fucking it up. You're implying that Dali's a bad artist. He's really bad at making (laughs) clocks look like they didn't melt. (laughs) And looking like that soft construction was not of boiled beans. Uh Soft construction with boiled beans is like my favorite. Oh, I'm aware. It's like my favorite Dali. It's so gorgeous and grotesque. Yeah. Um, That movie Society, it's 1980-something. It ends with a big gooey orgy amongst aliens called The Shunting. Yes, I remember that now. Um, The guy that did the special effects on that, um, his name is Screaming Mad George. Like, that was one of his influences for... Like, in general, he likes Dali, but he said that was one of his influences for the movie and for some of the body horror-type stuff in it. But there's a shot in the shunting, like, crazy orgy scene where I was like, oh, this is the same composition as self-construction with boiled beans. But it's not, like, a recreation of it. It's just very much inspired by that. I see. Okay. um, But Screaming Mad George also directed... The Giver, one of my favorite like trashy monster fight fests. <laughs> yeah, it's like if Power Rangers was a horror movie, kind of. Yeah, it's like if Troma did Power Rangers. Yeah. Everything looks wet and probably smells bad. <laughs> yeah. And Mark Hamill has the weirdest <laughs> mustache in it. Mark Hamill, I love Mark him. Hamill with like a weird like silk stockings like PI dirt stash yeah. in that movie, and I was like, bro, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, movie's great. In the Last Jedi, he's got a real professional beard. Real good beard. In the yeah, Last Jedi. all salt and pepper and delicious. Yeah. Thirsty she is. Uh huh. <laughs> I love Mark Hamill. Yeah, force choke me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, like. Um, so she's doing her uh, audition dance. Yes. Where her dancing without music, she was actually about to put in a CD, but it was one of the instructors that said that she prefers. Oh, that they dance without music? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You can keep time in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also like that, okay, so she starts dancing and it's very good, I guess, whatever. Well, it's interpretive, so who's to say? Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, they even name drop Martha Graham later on, who's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I only know this from, I had some dancer friends from UArts who were big into Martha Graham, but she was like the revival of interpretive dance or yeah. something or, She's one, like of, my third or favorite one of the Martha. pillars of <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. what are Martha Plimpton is number one in case we're gonna yeah. ask Plimpton unbeatable as number one yeah I was gonna say Martha Brady and then I realized it's Marsha it's Brady. Marcia. <laughs> <laughs> Martha 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 <laughs> kind of Cindy did talk though <laughs> I know <laughs> it's fine <laughs> You guys could get back to talking about Thuthberia. I want a button that just says <laughs> Thuthberia, like T-H-U-T-H-B-I-R-I-A. Thuthberia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making that button. Okay. She starts dancing, and like I said, it's, it's good, I guess, like whatever. I'm not, it's that famous quote, I don't know dance, but I know what I like. And like, it was fine, I liked it. As she's dancing, speaking of fucking Jedi shit, Tilda Swinton does a straight up, like, I sense the presence of another. Like, yeah. she like, oh, yeah. looks up, and then she's she upstairs. just appears in the room. She's upstairs teaching a class. Susie was told that Madame Blanc's not going to be at this audition. Yeah. And then she's like doing she all this turn. But then she senses her dancing yeah. and then leaves that class like, you guys teach yourselves. I'm out of here. 
Yeah. Yeah, and Susie's just spinning and 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 stops and stops on a dime. Yeah. And and there's Madame Blanc. I mean, I think that's what we would all want is like you're just doing your thing and you look up and now Tilda Swinton's in the room with you. Yeah. That's the first act. They do have a whole thing of Susie's meeting with one of the teachers. She's like, Yeah, I heard about this other girl that was here and she's like, Okay, yeah, you're gonna be part of the crew, so I can let you in on this, but like the popular story in the school is that Patricia was involved with freedom fighters yeah or, the, or maybe the RAF you're really not sure you're not meant to be and none of it's true anyway so it doesn't matter but. is it not true like is it entirely fabricated that was the yeah. thing that I was yeah I, I assumed it so is. Well, because, isn't she in the okay well because like there's a picture of her in the police station which I was like okay maybe like the company put that out there but then also at one point when they were talking about her as a vessel amongst them like they were like oh well she would rather plant bombs than do this for Helena Marcos. So was she actually kind of? I think that she actually did it to make herself impure. Like oh, she just. And interesting. Interesting, yeah. Because they also had the police in their bag, so it could also be fake. I thought it was just that when they showed up, they bewitched that one guy and then laughed his penis. If there's two, there's, there's a guy and a girl. Yeah. Yeah, they, he's there and she's there. The oh, room. okay. They watch both of them, okay. but she doesn't have a penis, so they couldn't mock it. Okay. But I think you can extrapolate from that that if they want to, like, insect yeah. somebody, if they just, you know, gugamuga you and now you're standing there and that you don't care that they're pulling your pants down and tapping you with the yeah. hook, like, yeah. you're suggestible. They can say whatever and the cops are like, yeah, that might be true. And they just yeah. fuck off out of the school. Mm-hmm. Anybody that comes to the school asking questions, they can just turn away yeah i i in my notes i had it as they put the whammy on him <laughs> which whammy yeah it's another exactly. button. The, the little whammy gremlin <laughs> what's a whammy gremlin from uh pressure luck i know big money no whammies there's a gremlin there's like a little character and stuff that was the whammy no whatever yeah it was like a little like orange gremlin dude i'm looking this up okay press your luck okay a red cartoon creature with a high-pitched yeah. raspy voice can yeah. i see an image of you Oh. Yeah. Oh. See? It looks like Taz. The Tasmanian Devil, not the wrestler. No. Yeah. It does not look like Taz the wrestler. Um, what the fuck were we saying? (laughs) Sorry, I got very distracted by how weird that thing is. Um... Uh, uh, you were saying you were going to make oh, funny whammy. Bu- buttons uh, which of which whammy? whammy. Which whammy? It's going to be a picture of David Koechner from Anchorman with a witch hat on. It says a witch whammy. <laughs> okay. The, yeah. the basic point is that Susie's going to stay at the school. Yeah. Which isn't really that important. Well, and, uh, and an then, important diversion. And then, yeah, I wanted to talk about, like, so what was Patricia actually involved in? Although I guess that is another thing that's just supposed to be, like, maybe it's true, maybe it's false. Who knows? Well, like I said, she's in the basement. So yeah. she's fucking witch kidnapped. As to whether she really was involved in, you know, counter-terrorism or terrorism or whatever the fuck. She was also, like, sucked off her youth. Oh, um, yeah, when she's in the basement. Yeah, yeah she's, yeah. So I'm pretty yeah. sure that was given to um, Mother Marcos. Mother Marcos. Oh, yeah, it's, it's all to keep Mother Marcos alive so they can find a, a reasonable mm-hmm. host. So, sort of talked about about it being Chloe Grace Moretz is that, like, she's a name. You see her in the first scene, yeah. and then she disappears. And throughout the movie, you're kind of supposed to wonder, like, when's she going to show up? Is she going to show up? Is yeah. what's happening? And then when you see her, she's basically a fly in a spider's web at yeah. the end. Like, she's just down there to That's be leached That's a really good of. way to point. There's to, literal to, webs. Down. Yeah, I, mean, I know. It's, There's it's, a, that's. I didn't necessarily put that together. I thought it was supposed to be like representative of just a decrepit space, not oh, having yeah. a life but I mean, sucked but out. But there's of also you. like weird string shit that 
mimics their uh, the string dress they wear in the in well, Volk. Well, so the Volk string dress I actually saw as like a stylistic bondage type thing, which so I didn't necessarily connect it mentally with spiderwebs. I connected it more with like. Oh, I'm not saying it, it itself is <laughs> spiderwebs, but like while while the performance of Volk is happening and everyone is wearing these like string bondage outfits that are like vaguely pentagrammy across yeah. the chest, like they're vaguely geometric in that fashion, hanging red strings like off the arms and stuff, like which I think is visually representative of blood, you know, mm-hmm. like flowing mm. blood and you know that kind of thing. Yeah, like the, like flowing blood is heavily feminine imagery. There's a mm-hmm. lot of feminine language in this. Like you'd mentioned, the, um, they're going to eat my cunt on a plate, which is a crazy thing to say. Uh, and then like 10 minutes later, somebody else specifically mentions weirdly ovaries, like mm-hmm. in a weird phrase. And I was like, okay, there's like very feminine language in it. Like yeah. female centric, mm-hmm. not feminine, female centric language. Yeah. Well, and, and, and viscerally female. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's what I like. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, and I think that's a, a definite choice. And then some of the imagery and stuff also, you know, and witches are of course like naturally feminine mother nature, but it's a whole, you yeah. know, it's inherently that. Yeah. Whatever is down in the tunnels under the, you know, in the basement or whatever, sub basement, it looked like artificial webbing stuff that looked reminiscent of their dresses. Those like the string things. Okay. And I just thought it was visual echoing. Yeah. But it's also like... I didn't connect the two of those. But there is visually, actual spider also... webs and cobwebs and yeah. stuff as well. It's very like, yeah. untouched. And yeah, there's just these numerous people down there rotting away, being fed upon. Oh, man. And Marcos having bits also makes sense because that one chick was missing part of her leg. Mm-hmm. She was missing um, hands and feet. Oh, was it? I okay. The one so when um it's Sarah is like when Sarah is turning Patricia over and like talking to her and trying to like wake her up, somebody like the next cubicle down kind of starts to like wake up and crawl and she's missing both her hands and then I thought also her feet and she's like kind of crawling along Mm -hmm. on stumps. It's CG, it's not Yeah, so like I was writing some stuff down during that and I thought it was just that she was missing a leg from like the knee down. Well and then there I think there was somebody else who also was missing part of the limb and then there was another a fourth person who was like way in the background who was just sort of like shaking yeah she was thrashing around yeah uh-huh. um, just uh-huh. in the background at the end of the scene but just to let you know there's a lot of people down there because yeah. at first it looks like an empty hall because uh, the way it's shot it's specifically yeah well and then also that. it's almost a little like I think there's a specific term but like in catacombs they'd almost have like little shelves almost like bunks or bunk beds on like a ship for or the remains yeah 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 so it'd be like little shelves yeah. where they would have um, and I don't know what the terms are for those but so it almost felt like that to yeah. me, where they had little niches for each of them. Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's later. Yeah. But we're jumping all over. Yeah, we are. Um, we're sort of more talking thematically, because there's a lot in this movie. I mean, like, if we just talked about the plot, it's like, new girl comes to school. Dance, 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 witches. Like, that's yeah. the plot. Like, yeah. and, also, and also there's a, a psychiatrist who is, like, deducing the shit. Yeah. Um, and that's your plot, literally. But there's a lot of, like, things that tie into other things. And, yeah. So we're all over the place. Yeah. That's fine. A lot of threads. Mm. Webs. <laughs> Witch whammy! Uh, <laughs> I really want to make these. I was really kind of joking about the, the David Koechner in a witch hat buttons, but now I really want to make it. So act two. That has that opens with the kitchen scene, which I mentioned yeah. a little while ago, which is uh, when all the faculty is voting on mm-hmm. who... What are they voting on? It's who will be uh, in charge? Yeah. Who would be in charge of the next semester of the school? Or, like, who would be in no. charge after the... They know that Mother Marcos will be inhabiting a new form 
soon out of necessity because like yeah. her, her body is obviously decrepit and falling yeah. apart. They, um, they've, they're literally patching it with parts of other people. Yeah, they're, I guess they're voting on after that happens. Should she remain in charge, or who who should head the coven after that happens? I or? think uh-huh. I think so because I don't think Madame Blanc needs a new body. We've seen with her that you can you know long extend somebody's life through mm-hmm. witchcraft. Yeah. So we don't even necessarily know how old anybody is. Yeah, it's true. I mean like. Madame Blanc's probably young-ish for a witch because, uh... She's Tilda Swinton and she has no age? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope she never dies, but I'm pretty sure that on the day she dies, like, her Wikipedia page will just fade to dust. Like, it'll disappear. <laughs> People will be like, we can't even look her up anymore. She's a myth that walked. <laughs> every copy you have of every movie she's in is just, like, all the Blu-rays, bronze, and you can't play them anymore. <laughs> it's like, I swear, I had a movie with Tilda Swinton in it. I was like, sure you did, Grandpa. <laughs> I'm going to Marky Mark carve Tilda Swinton forever in my chest. (laughs) (laughs) My point with that is that uh, there's a mention a little later about uh, Susie was like, oh, I saw you dance a couple of times. She saw Madame Blanc dance. So there's the implication that she can't be that old or at least she was dancing for long enough Mm -hmm. that like Susie would have seen her as a girl and it would make sense that she would now just be teaching, you know, like timeline wise. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, I feel like if you want to ascribe aging to a character, don't cast Tilda Swinton. (laughs) (laughs) Tilda Swinton is very good. Yeah. She's very good at what she does. Yeah. She's real good. Hey, Tilda Swinton list- acts good. Yeah, listeners, if you have the option to cast Tilda Swinton in your project, you should probably do that, because she good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She real good. Yeah. All right. For whatever. <clears throat> yeah. You want her to play a five-year-old boy? I'm pretty sure she can do it. Yeah, she'd probably do great. You want her to be your sales salesperson for Takis? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yes, new Takis. I've never eaten one, but I'm sure they're great. And she eats one, she's like, yep. And you're like, damn, I don't know why, but I believe her. <laughs> Little did you know that the camera cut and she no no she probably dunked her face. No, she's a professional. She probably like ate it and was like, "All right, can I go home now?" And they were like, "Sure." And then she left and like went outside and was like, (laughs) 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 rinsed her mouth out with snow. It's like it's not even snowing. Where'd you get that? And she was like, "Never you mind." And she vanished into the sky. (laughs) She might be one of those people that like woodland animals help her get dressed in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, my ride's here. And you look outside, it's not a car, it's just a fucking stag. And she climbs on the back of it and <laughs> bounds over the horizon. Oh, I, thought, I thought cheetah, just because, like... Could be a cheetah. Ha- faster, and then also, why would that be here? Yeah. yeah, that's right. She's like, I want to take the scenic route. I'm told this one, I think you do. I need a cheetah, please. Thank you. <laughs> but also, like... It's they... called Zuber. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> That's the first time anybody said that's good to a joke I made on this podcast. Just straight up, that's good. <laughs> they have the first like proper dance recital after that. Uh, I just want to mention that it's in the Iris Studio is what uh, they say. Oh. Yeah. Which is, is that a reference? Yeah, to... it's a reference to the original Suspiria because in the original Suspiria there's um, like a... Secret door. Yeah, it's one of the rooms when the previous girl who is like running, fleeing the dance school, um, when she says whatever in German to uh, your main character, she doesn't realize what it is at first. But over time she 
decodes it and it's the blue iris turn the blue iris that kind of thing yeah. and so your main character in the 1977 Suspiria eventually is like trying to find and then she realizes that there's a flower on the wall like one of the painted flowers in this mural on the wall is a blue iris and you turn it and it's like a secret handle and it unlocks a door yeah so this studio is called the iris studio but it's, it doesn't look anything like the 77 Suspiria um, so what we found out is that uh, Olga was supposed to replace Patricia and Olga is not with it Oh, yeah, she's, like, super pissed. She, yeah, she isn't able to do the dance uh, and to keep up, and then she has, like, a full-on breakdown, and again, uh, Madame Blanc is, like, kind of nice to her. Like, you know, she's not as mean to her as you'd expect. And then, no, although, I mean, like, she is, like... She's stern, but, it's, yeah. again, it's not wicked stepmothery. No. And and, and Olga or, starts telling or, her, like, you're, it's your fault. Like, yeah. and she's like, you can't even keep your mm-hmm. lies straight. And she's like, no, let's deal with this. And she's, like, talking. It's very, like, art yeah. art student, like, art teacher Yeah. And she's like, no, no, let's live in this moment. Let's deal yeah. with this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so then Olga uh, says, like, she's out of here. Um, but then, does she say she has to get out of this box of rabies? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what a weird phrase. But okay. She vacates the lead and no one wants to step up. Susie eventually does, but before she does, she gets the witch touch. Yeah. From Miss Blanc. Um, yeah. Where she, like, presses, like, into her hands, like, stigmata, you know, positioning. Yeah, into and her palms. And we see, like, a white glow. Yep. And then she touches her feet, and we see that as well. You know, I wasn't sure what she was exactly doing, but I guess she is, like, tying uh, Susie to Olga. Yeah. Like, because Olga's leaving, and, and Susie starts dancing and whatever, and we see Griffith crying. Yeah, she's, like, up in a gallery above the dance yeah watching she's crying we cut to olga olga was already like upset but now she's like crying these like thick viscous tears yeah she's like going down the stairs with all of her stuff because i think she's like leaving leaving yeah she's out yeah because she she blames them for patricia's death yeah rightfully so yeah she goes down and uh you know exits the staircase and she's like stumbling down a back hall and she ends up in the all mirrors studio she starts being kind of like invisible hand like thrown around the room you get the idea that like with each of Susie's movements above her it's like pushing olga ragdoll into like the floor and the walls and contorting her body and breaking her limbs and things which is crazy yes because it looks so violent and so freaky physically Mm -hmm. and real yeah like watching her with like her arm you know dislocated over her shoulder then fall on the floor is like horrible looking yeah and it's done in a room full of mirrors so you get as many angles as possible on that (laughs) they do a bunch of really interesting like they'll screw with the focus sometimes or they'll do interesting like movements and things the cinematography was actually really really good yeah i really liked it yeah i appreciate it a lot uh susie collapses to the floor um and she's like kind of coughing uh olga's dead super dead Mm -hmm. yeah and they uh, like all the students like rush over to her kind of uh to susie to see if she's okay and madame blanc says like Oh, it's okay, you know, to collapse. Everyone collapses from time to time. And she's like, I didn't collapse. And she's like, well, you're on the floor, and that's not where the dance ends. That was also a really good line. Yeah, (laughs) so I took note of that. And again, delivered kind of gently. Like, like I was kind of expecting her to go, like, Devil Wears Prada with it or something. Like, a little, little shitty. Yeah, no. And she never really gets shitty. She's just, like, a little cold in her words, but not even in her tone, you know? The, 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 The witch faculty drag Olga's body out with hooks. 
But yeah, we see Klemper, he's reading um, Patricia's diaries. And what is uh, what is he getting from them? Just like the, the, he thinks that there's something going on that Patricia believed was witchcraft. Yeah. And that this Madame Blanc is at the center of it, is basically yeah. what he... Like, I feel like he's starting to think that, like, there is something wrong there for her to be this, like, upset and obsessed about it. Yeah. But, like, yeah, a lot of her thing is talking about it's witches and it's Madame Blanc and, you know. It's full of these, like, diagrams of the summoning, like, runes or glyphs or whatever that are yeah. on the floor. Yeah, and then also, like, body positioning. And yeah, and then body from... positioning mm-hmm. and, and, and re- the faculty names. Yeah. Klemperer thinks something is up. Yeah. At the end of the scene, he calls the police because he's like, I don't know. If she Like, he basically says, like, I'd like to report her as probably missing. Um, then there's another, there's a, the first dream sequence. Like, a, it's a dream, right? Or, like, because later on it starts to seem like the might be the possession, or, like... Well, so I thought it was a dream, kind of of her past, kind of of her future and stuff. And then, yeah, during the second one, it's Madame Blanc, I thought, was, like, kind of controlling her dreams. I wasn't sure if this was happening this time and I missed it, or if yeah, we didn't so, see it until the second yeah, that's why I don't know if the second one is supposed to recontextualize the first one or yeah. not. I mean, we got some scenes of, like, her on the farm with her family, but then we also got some scenes of things that I thought maybe would happen later in the movie. Like, there's yeah. that scene of, like, somebody in a dress yeah. on the floor mm-hmm. yeah. that you got in a lot of, like, posters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's all very fast. Yeah, it's very fast. It's very stylized sometimes. It's very, yeah, very disjointed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dream, like the second dream one, logic. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, even for dream stuff. Yeah. Um, the second one is a lot of hand imagery, yeah. specifically. And also organs, right? Or is that yeah. the first one? Uh, shit, that might be. I'm I mean, actually not, both, but I'm like, actually not sure which one is which anymore. <laughs> yeah, the second one might have, like, I think there's a shot of, like, a heart, like, lying in the street. Yeah, well, then yeah. there was somebody with, like, I think, like, lung or intestine or something draped over their eyes, and... Oh, I missed that. I think I was thinking yeah. notes, but there is um, and also one with like things somebody intestines with intestines and, yeah. like uh, draped across their shoulders yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then when that's over, it's Act Three, borrowing. So what about borrowing is borrowing? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't know what. Yeah, thematically. Would, maybe it was say... the feeling that Helen maybe. Marcos got of. Because all that happens in this is that the the authorities come to the school because mm-hmm. uh, Klemper reported Patricia missing. Yeah. And they fucking witch whammy them. And then they're, like, tapping the lady's, like, hand and stuff with the hook. And then they ha- the, the guy has his pants down. Yeah. Uh, they pulled his pants down. His dick is out. And they're like, look at his dick. Yeah. Uh, and they're, like, <laughs> tapping it. At his yeah. Penis. yeah. And then they're tapping yeah. um, it with the hook again. Two girls were looking for somebody's file. It was Susie was, and Sarah. Yeah, Susie, Susie and Sarah, Sarah were, like, sneaking and around. And were they looking for Olga's They were file? looking for Patricia's Patricia. file. Patricia's file. Okay. Yeah. And couldn't find it in... Mm-hmm. The thing yeah. to this and point then, everybody thinks that Olga just left and yeah. she just never came back but they see the witches the witch <laughs> faculty uh, time freezing these authorities yeah that's so weird because also like I was expecting them to maybe like do something but they weren't they were just being like they <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. laughing <laughs> they were laughing like from the get go oh yeah like they were like look we froze them and it's yeah. like haha his dick's out now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we pantsed him. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then... The rebirth dance Yeah, class. Madame Blanc introduces a new piece. Which, I mean, does anything specific happen in that uh, dance sequence? I mean, just while Susie's dancing, uh, you can see yeah, Marcos's hand, hands, like, yeah. reaching up to touch the ceiling of wherever the heck she is. And Susie kind of, like, 
feeling that. Yeah, feeling that, you know, that yeah. she's being, like, reached out to. Yeah. Because yeah. then after that is another dream sequence that, that's the one that I felt like was possession or something, or or at least, like, starting the... No, that was Madame Blanc, because they would cut to her. That's what I mean, I think sequence. she's, like, facilitating. Yeah. She's the, the gatekeeper. Are Nin you the, the key master? I'm I the see. gatekeeper. Like, she's, you know, she's yeah. that. She's allowing Gozer, mm-hmm. in this case, Madame Marcos, into Susie. Yeah. Which would be Earth. I mean, eventually, yeah. she and has then, dialogue about, like, we need to do this correctly, otherwise it won't work, like, the last time. Yeah. Yeah. And Susie ends up stopping it, because at the end, she screams She's twice. screaming, yeah, I know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it almost seems like she's resisting it, but mm-hmm. she's definitely DTF as far yeah. as getting possessed. I think at a point she noticed that she wasn't like the other girls that were chosen because she's, well, definitely she's after... an actual mother and not just a witch. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, definitely after this scene, because they have her discussion with Susie, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, did you feel that? And she seems, like, into it, you know? Yeah. And she's like, I'm not trying to freak you out or anything like that. It's just, you know, I had a feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because also, I mean, like, you imagine that Madame Marcos is, like, one of the more powerful yeah. witches, or at least yeah. was at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, with that whole, like, spookum, like... Hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, power feeling power and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be enough to really f- get her kind of juiced about this stuff, Yeah. You know? And juiced she is. Yes. Leaking juice. Ugh. <laughs> in her yeah, whole, actually, in her whole scene. actually, yeah, if anything, I guess uh, Marcos has too much juice. Oh, Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. I kept not being sure that's what I saw. At one point while I was watching that scene, I was just like, I'm just fucking staring at this old lady's shoulder, like this monster mm-hmm. lady's shoulder mm-hmm. until I see it again. And then it's like, it's seriously it's like when you like poke something that's full of water and it's just like squirting out and it does it like briefly. And I was like, yep, 100% mm-hmm. saw it this time. So here's the thing is where I first saw it was on her left nipple. So Ugh. I thought she was lactating and might then be. realized that, no, it was Ooh, actually just she... coming out everywhere. Well, no. they might all be nipples, though. Oh. <laughs> She's made up of, like, patchwork people, so it might she might have just all nipples. You... Nipple would be a perfect thing to patch a hole in your yeah. body. You if know... your old witch body's falling apart, that's a perfect patch. You know, um, witches were supposed to have a third nipple for the devil. Yeah. The, devil the third or nipple was supposed to be yeah. a sign of witches. Yeah. Yeah. If she's a really big witch, maybe so she's like, got a lot of nipples. That's yeah, true. She's a very powerful <laughs> yeah. witch. She's mostly nipples. Yeah. She's a funky ball of tits from outer space. Mm-hmm. Um, but seriously, Old Greg is like a good devil name. Devil has almost as many cool names as Bigfoot. Bigfoot's got a ton of cool names. Skunk Ape, the Wise Man of the Mountains. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, the Benevolent yeah. Ones, that's another one. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Yo, yeah, they're mostly seen as like... Good. Gentle. Yeah, gentle yeah, yeah. giant. I know. I think we are kindred spirits because sure. we're very gentle and peaceful and helpful and a little smelly. <laughs> so this is Susie practicing jumps and she's not good and at it. Honestly, we talked enough yeah, about we talked jumps about that. previously. Madame Blanc has uh, Caroline. Caroline come over and show her how to do the jumps. And then there's like quick cut sort of thing of like Caroline, Susie, Caroline, Susie, Madame Blanc. Caroline has this like moment of realization like, oh, fuck. Some shit's about to go down. Then it's the scene of the one-on-one training, Susie and Miss Blanc, where she says she wants to be the company's hands. Yeah, and and the, the dancing is spells. Yeah. And, uh, she also has, like, this thing about how um, uh, 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 Madame Blanc's, like, talking about, like, jumping isn't about how high you jump, it's about the space beneath you. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, conceptually interesting stuff where I'm like, I wonder if this is... Well, I think also we're talking about, like, visual, like, artistry and stuff like that and space and things, and then maybe it might also be about uh, it's also, like, I think witchiness. It's, yeah, it's magic of, magic thinking, magical yeah, thinking. Yeah. 
of like it's because she, she's like it's about yeah. creating space. Yeah. And it's like you know. So maybe it's not like you don't bend the spoon, you just bend. You cannot bend the spoon. You bend the air around the spoon. Yeah. Whatever that little kid mm. says in the Matrix, and Keanu Reeves like, I get it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Griffith uh, commits suicide. She fucking... Yeah. They're having dinner, the faculty. Yeah, they're kind of talking about, like, possession and stuff like that, and they sort of imply that Patricia's dead. Yeah, and, and Miss Griffith just, like, fucking hauls off with a steak knife and stabs herself in the throat. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. And then just falls onto the table and yeah. is wishing. It's fucking... It came out of nowhere. And no, it, yeah. She's just sitting there. Bam. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. So we think you were talking about this before. Like you yeah. think that it was that she didn't fully realize what was going on, or and then yeah. and then once she started to, she was like, I can't do this. Yeah, I kind of feel like she was newer, like to the coven, and like she didn't really understand the implications of their actions, or like that people were going to die or right. be like sucked of life. Right, right, right. Like she didn't know all that was happening because she seemed kind of innocent and like like she was basically creeping around trying to get the gist of the situation, trying to figure out what was happening. Because I don't think they clued her in on everything, and that's probably why she's like people are dying, people are dying, and like some people just can't handle it. Handle yeah, because I don't think she was in the like the scene with the hooks, like dragging. No, she, was. no she wasn't. She wasn't one of those but, faculty um, members. So you you see her when after uh, Susie has auditioned when she's talking to Tanner about yeah, uh, boarding yeah. uh, uh, Miss Griffiths Griffith. up uh, on the top of like the staircase kind of peering down at yeah. them and then she's also there in like the where Olga gets dance murdered she's like in watch, the room with them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. she's she's wa- again watching above Susie's dance yeah yeah and uh, also maybe it's like a stylistic choice she's always like above looking down on yeah. all these things happening so she's getting like that. a vantage point from a height, it's almost a little like godlike, I guess. Yeah, maybe it's, it's a visual like signify, you know, that, that she's separation outside. Yeah, yeah, she's out of the. Maybe. That's interesting. Because yeah, when it happened in the movie, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Well, now that she is dead, I should mention uh, Miss Griffith was played by Sylvie Testud. I thought she was good uh, up until yeah. then. She kills herself very surprisingly quickly, and yeah. then she's gone. Okay. Hello, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Sylvie Testud. So then this is steps. Sarah's counting the footsteps, which happens in the 77. Yeah. But she does it to the mirror room. Yeah. And uh, that's... finds a secret mirror door. Yeah, she which... does like the knocking on the wall, and then she finds the hollow point and then figures it out. So I also wasn't entirely sure she was going to be able to get into there, because when you see them drag Olga out with hooks, uh, one of uh, the... One of the faculty major... witches. Yeah. Does kind of like a little hand gesture and oh, yeah, she does the door. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking, it's witch, yeah. uh, it's that button on your keys that unlocks your car, but it's yeah. witch shit. <laughs> yeah, it's magic door, key fob. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You should see me tie my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so she finds... You don't tie your shoes, you tie the air around your shoes. <laughs> you don't tie your shoes. You simply tie everything that isn't your shoes. What? <laughs> that fucking doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Wait till you see the sequels. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, the Matrix sequels. No, <laughs> just no, thank you. Uh, so she finds the coolest shit in this whole movie. Uh, 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 Sarah does while sneaking around. It's a fucking picture frame that's like all oh. bezoars. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, it's a picture frame made of like hair. Yeah, like slimy, mucusy hair around a painting i guess of madame blanc and yeah, yeah mother marcos and i was just like damn that's fucking gnarly and gross and i love it yeah mm. no it was a phenomenal how detail funny, how funny would it be if we if you and i 
as a as a family had like a Sears portrait where we we're both wearing like sweater vests and shit, but the frame was like a disgusting oh, frame made of hair. Oh fuck. Our I, house would be so great. I mean, it's a year of just pulling shit out of the drain and we got it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally good. Yeah. Just go to a barber shop. I think it's supposed to be our hair. I mean, if we want it to be super magic-y, yeah, we could totally do that. Yeah. But if we just want to make a weird hair frame, we can do that, too. <laughs> yeah. Also in the room, there's, like, this weird statue of, like, breasts. Oh, I, I have a that. a bunch of I'm stuff. sorry, tell me I have that right in my notes here. It says, tit statue. Yeah, and then <laughs> at the top. And they have, like, feet. Yeah, yes. and then at the top there's a vagina. And I was just yeah. like, that is so weird. It's and I kind of want that statue. It's real cool. There's also, like, a glass display box that just has flowers in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool, too. Um, All this is very cool. Also, there appear to be, like, life casts of people. Yeah, there's yeah. some face casts. Yeah. 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 And then there's just, like, a straight-up display case with just, like... I guess all Mother Marcos's witch memorabilia, yeah. like her witch rookie card, is in there or whatever. <laughs> like, and her hook, her her darning needle hook thing. Yeah, I want one. Um, the Devil's Crochet Hook. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Old Greg's Crochet Hook. Oh yeah, I'm Old Greg. I made you this shawl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Ever drink Bailey's from a crocheted boot? Never drink Bailey's from a boot. It summons the devil. It's me, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Why is okay? <laughs> Why is okay? It's like the best response to any garbage bit I do. Yes. I mean, the truth is, I started doing that voice, and I was like, "Oh, I'm accidentally doing Neeson." <laughs> I was just going for old man. Okay. I was like, "Nope, I slid into Neeson." It's a slippery slope. Yeah. So Klemper, well, how does that so end? She grabs when, the hook and uh, yeah. goes to another door and peeks in. Oh, and yes. we don't see what she sees. No, but it's very but like, like chanting or something going there's on. There's chanting it. and uh, also, but it's like the multi-voice thing that kind of I thought was reminiscent Ooh. of the like wheezing, um, snoring Ooh. from the '77 Suspiria. Maybe, yeah, because it sounds like that multi-level like voice, which <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be its mother yeah. Marcos, but. Yeah. It's that, you know, it's that high, high voice and a low voice and like, you know. Yeah. But yeah. But so she peeks into a door. We do not see what's behind that yeah. goes out of the room and stuff with the hook. She visits the psychiatrist and he's like telling her about like the three mothers that I think were in uh, Patricia's diaries. Mm-hmm. Tenenbaum, which is darkness, Lacrimarium, which is tears, and Suspiratorum, which is sighs. It's the mother of darkness, the mother of tears, the mother of sighs. Yes. Yeah. The three moms. Yeah. My three moms. Man, what a great sitcom that would be, right? And uh, he ends up keeping the hook, because uh, he's like, they won't like it if you have it. If they yeah. Find yeah. Out if you have it, it could put you in danger. Uh, this is when we see Susie's mom dying, yes? We're getting the last rites, and she says, you know, my daughter is my sin. She is what I have smeared on the world, which is, like, so visceral. Mm-hmm. I loved and, it. Uh, it's very good dialogue in this. And also, she speaks French now. Yeah. There is a line earlier where... Oh, yeah. She doesn't so, understand one of Tilda's, like, uh, instructions or, or phrases because yeah. it's in French. And she's yeah. like, a lot of dance language is in French. So you should learn, you know, a lot of yeah. the terms and stuff are in French. You should learn French. And now she just speaks French. Yeah. Magical so French. Susie, is she mm-hmm. the devil? Like, what's the deal? She, and she's DTF. She's down to make Faustian agreements. <laughs> not, not the worst. It's not the worst, but it's not good. <laughs> So then we are in Act 5, yes? Uh, which is in the Mutterhaus. 
and all and then the parentheses all the floors are darkness which a is the best title it's the best chapter but also that's one of those phrases you can say to the rhythm of the auto-tuned part of the beginning of california love all the floors are darkness (laughs) 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 (laughs)
uh, when she broke her leg, I was like, Sarah broke her leg in a witch hole. (laughs) 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 Susie didn't even get up. And, like, Sarah's supposed to be, like, her good friend. Oh, yeah. Like, she didn't even get up. Like, she just stayed where she was. Yeah, in her pose on the, yeah, and then she, yeah. Everyone left and she was still there. Yeah. So like she didn't care. <laughs> no, it doesn't it doesn't affect her anymore. Mm-mm. She's not she's less uh you know, less of the mortal world than yeah. the witch world. Which is a amusement park I would a hundred percent go to, by the way. Witch world? Uh huh. Yeah. Great. I was trying to come up with a ride name and I didn't get there. I'm sorry. The broom. The broom. <laughs> Just the broom. <laughs> um you could do like I said the teacups, it could be the called yeah. they'd, they'd be cauldrons, yeah. The broom would be a good, it'd just be a really good name for the uh, roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, you get a dunking booth. <laughs> That's thematically appropriate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Except if you, do, uh, you know, you get dunked, then when you climb out, they burn you. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> like, she, she didn't drown. <laughs> burn I mean, her. I mean, the restaurant could be called The Steaks. It's true. <laughs> It's true. Uh, they often wear little Puritan shoe buckle hats. <laughs> Serve you poison candy apples. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> oh, Hansel and Gretel, I guess. Oh, yeah. have a... oh, you could have a little bumper car thing, but it could be Toad Rally. Yeah. Oh, Road Rally. Toad Rally is good. Uh huh. That's good. Toad Rally. You could do the you know the game where you hit the, the frogs off the lily pad and they go into like a cup. But when they go into a cup, when you win, when they go into the cup, uh, it can be like. I'm a prince now, like a, a, oh, a yeah. sound uh-huh. plays, and then like a guy who's been crouching down all night under <laughs> <laughs> under the counter stands up and he's like, Ugh, "All right, you want to kiss me on the cheek?" And here's your stuffed bear. No, actually, he's probably like, "Please tell them of my suffering." Uh-huh. I'm I'm shackled to this. <laughs> my ankles are shackled to this game, this midway. Which world? Which world? Um, that's uh, so. Right after that is the uh, Susie and M- uh, Madame Blanc have their psychic chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is that? That's when they discuss like you were improvising at the end. She's like, "Oh well, yeah, I went off book. I'm sorry." You know, and she's like, "Don't do it again." Yeah, she's like, "Don't do that again." But she's not that mad. She doesn't seem that mad. So I guess enough of the like ritual worked. Yeah. Again, because I guess they already didn't have suit. Uh, didn't have Sarah. I didn't find it clear as to what the goal was here yeah um so this is act six suspiriorum i have it as suspiriatorium suspiriatorium cafeterium <laughs> the suspirator suspiriatorium that's where mm. that's where all the food is at which world oh suspiriateria <laughs> you get your um, food and you're just like <sighs> yeah because it's not that good I have Newt again. They definitely serve Dutch babies, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. They definitely do, because it's just the most thematically appropriately named food you could get at a witch-themed cafeteria is a Dutch baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, not- witches ate a lot of Dutch babies. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's hush puppies with real puppies. Oh, boy. Gingerbread kids, but there's like a hair in each one that makes oh. you think it might have been a kid at one point. Oh. <laughs> Gingerbread kids. <laughs> every like wow every gingerbread kid looks different it's like yeah in their life size, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full size. these aren't gummy bears so much as the gums of bears oh <laughs> yeah no i like it um, you get a cup and it's just that mashed up baby from the witch oh shit. oh my god <laughs> no that's broom faced god damn it <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's a milkshake, but it's got like a tooth in it. Uh, it's a gummy red milkshake with like a tooth in it. 
Oh. Jesus. Something's stuck in the straw. <laughs> Must be a chunk of ice or something. Nah, it's a molar. <laughs> Babies don't have molars. It's, true. <laughs> it's a chunk of rice. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, a chunk of rice? Ice. <laughs> what? There's no way that baby in the witch's name was Bryce, though. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it's ye olde puritanical times. Nobody was named Bryce. Yeah, but it was the name I could think of that can rhyme with ice. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, I, I get your joke. Yeah. <laughs> so they're having their celebration dinner at, like, a restaurant in town. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was everybody. I thought it was yeah. just, uh... It's the faculty and the and the dancers, and it's sort of every other. Madame Blanc at the, the head, and at first no one at the other opposite end, and then Susie... Moves down into it, yeah. Yeah, she was sitting on, like, the bench, and then she sits there, there and she and uh, Blanc don't eat anything. They stare at each other while everybody else has a good old time. They um, Before they go in, one of the faculty is like, girls, you may eat and drink as much as you want, because they're not trying yeah. to keep weight or anything. Now. Everybody's all like, yeah! Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. And they have a fucking great time, it mm-hmm. looks like. Yeah. They're all eating all kinds Laughing of food. Laughing and drinking. And... All the food looked good, too. Like, yeah. Yeah, it did. A lot of the food in this movie looked good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and they're they're all like smoking cigarettes, smoking a pipe at the table. There's all kinds of like uh, wine. You could beer do that and... in 1977 Germany. Oh, yeah. You could probably still do that in Germany. I know a lot of Europe had, had really put the kibosh on that. Witches? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, witches burning one down. <laughs> oh god and also, special and guest I'll... at witch world seth rollins and he comes out in a witch hat <laughs> oh, burn it down and uh, then all the stakes light up uh, there's like animatronic witches tied oh to them. my gosh it's animatronic animatronic just women just like screaming <laughs> oh god i have children and like and, <laughs> and then like the staff pass out like sticks with marshmallows it's like go ahead kids roast marshmallows it's like I don't fucking want to. This is scarring me. It's just these animatronic <laughs> That's robot women. Terrible. You innocent. I haven't done anything. Oh god. <laughs> you have to really watch the kids that are totally cool about that. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Those are the sociopaths. <laughs> yeah, the little Clarion, the witch boys, and me up there just roasting marshmallows. Like, come on, kids. They're delicious. <laughs> and they're like all crying, and I'm like, not gonna eat yours. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> mommy this is terrible yeah (laughs) for whatever reason this has been a bridge too far for me (laughs) mommy i need therapy now i don't know why but this is (laughs) when when, when one of the kids goes missing in the park you have to call the witch finder general oh Oh my my gosh (laughs) he starts burning people at the stake i mean that's if it's a name only okay yeah it's just it's just it's, it's 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 a teenage kid it's his first summer job He's all pimply and hormonal, and he's got to wear a dumb pilgrim outfit, and he sounds like Shaggy. <laughs> but he gets to, like, kick down the doors to, like, every amusement and be like, I'm the Witchfinder General, I'm looking for Billy! <laughs> it's got to be great. It's, like, the best job ever. Okay. It's probably got big padded shoulders to make him look, like, manly and broad, <laughs> broad-chested. Oh, he has a blunderbuss. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. actually work. Yeah, yeah, no, it's plastic. Yeah. It's definitely plastic, and it's like, attached to his uh, like belt with like a little keychain, <laughs> so you can't lose it. For any younger listeners, a blunderbuss is a really weird-looking gun. Yeah, it's a, it's a rifle with the fluted uh, trumpet end. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can throw out drunks in the park by uh, because they got too hexen-hammered. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm actually coming up with a lot of them tonight. Uh, I really... I was to... like, yeah, I think I'm done. And then, like, ten minutes later, I was like, nah, I got more. <laughs> you need to get some sponsors. Yeah, really. Guys, let's... All right, Patreon. <laughs> Patreon subscribers. <laughs> I'm going to no. add a new tier that is Fund and Amusement Park. <laughs> no, wait. This is basically only open to Jeff Bezos. 
isn't there a roller coaster already named the Cyclone? Oh yeah, uh, it's, Coney it's a Island. twister. Get one of those. It's a uh... get on some Wicked Witch of the West shit. Yeah. Ooh, we can have a Hall of Witches. Like they have the Hall of Presidents. Oh yeah. Animatronic like famous witches throughout like pop yeah. culture and history. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. I like that. Yeah, that would be fun. Actually, uh-huh. that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm like, now it's educational. See, it's got value. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, it took me ten minutes to find the value in it. So, uh, oh, this also, Klemper goes to the bridge, right? And uh, he throws, I don't know what the bundle is. What's all in there? Do you know? I had no idea. I thought maybe it was, like, Patricia's, like, things? But that maybe. didn't, I don't, yeah. yeah that didn't I make sense. I couldn't really, like, figure out why yeah. he would do that. Because, yeah, he throws, like, two bags into the river and then it's also It's like a big old backpack and then, yeah. the thing, and then he pulls out the hook from his coat and throws yeah. that in. But, yeah, I really didn't know what the, yeah, that the was. The only thing I can think that it could be is, like, everything that he has on Patricia, like her diary, anything that, like, he wrote down from, yeah. from her authors. Yeah, but I couldn't figure out why, though. Maybe he decided that he wanted to get out because... Yeah. He was witnessing the dance and stuff and thought he was in too deep. Yeah. Because, he was too close now because they yeah. had invited him. And, because yeah. Yeah. him throwing kind of away the hook implies very much that, like, that was something that he shouldn't have. And he told Sarah that it was something she shouldn't have mm-hmm. because yeah. if they found out that she had it, it could be dangerous for her. So Yeah, I kind of, I him throwing away the hook, I kind of read as like, well, now they'll never be able to prove that I had it. But that actually makes more sense, what you yeah. said. Yeah that, yeah, that he's just like, ah, no, I, I am too now, close. I am now too close, yeah. And there's a lot of weird shit happening and I don't need any part of it. And then he's, he... Yeah, he's uh, starting to go home and he sees somebody at his house that he doesn't recognize. It appears to be his long-lost wife. Anka. Who is played by Jessica Harper, who yeah. was Susie in the original. In the original, yeah. Mm-hmm. So a little, little cameo. Which is cool. I didn't realize that. I didn't, obviously did not recognize her. And then I saw her in the credits and I was like, oh, wait, what? So yeah, they have a tender reunion and they're walking through the city and stuff. And yeah, they... and she gives him the lowdown on her history, what happened to her, you know, after they had gotten separated and whatever. But we're not going to go into that because it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because she ends up leading him to the academy and then fucking vanishes. It's she so... wasn't real. It's such a good shot because it's practical. It's not like yeah. a trick effect. Um, they're walking up and he, you know, sort of steps away from her and realizes he's at the academy and he like looks up and then like the camera is like staying sort of off his like left side and as he turns it turns and she's gone it's so good and then he turns back to the school and two of the faculty are running screaming at him from inside shrieking witches Mm -hmm. shrieking and like drag him inside the academy and everything yeah it's crazy too (laughs) like it's not anything special but it's it catches you off guard yeah and they're I mean, already like, way closer to him than they should be. Yeah. And like, yeah. They're just like, ah! Like, it's, ugh. it's not like they're, like, made up scary or anything like no, that. Like, they're just two very, ladies. very normal just, looking. but Just, just two dance ladies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Running, screaming at you. It's catch off guard. Um, <laughs> I guess this is it, right? Like, we're the... Yeah, well, Susie comes home and she, like, you know, gets naked and then uh, she's oh, yeah. been having, like, she walks in. She walks in, like, uh, Queen Shit of Shit mm-hmm. Mountain. Yeah. And she, like, drops her coat and then, like, throws her glove on the stair and then throws her glove, like, a couple steps later and then, like, is just undressing all the way to her room. Yeah. And so there's, like, a multicolored light that's kind of pastel that she's been seeing while she's dreaming or is on yeah. the wall when she's having these nightmares and, and stuff. And it, uh, it's also at the end of her psychic conversation with yeah. uh, Miss Blanc. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, she was watching it before Miss Blanc came in, and then Miss Blanc, like at the end of that conversation, it comes back over Miss Blanc's shoulder. Okay. Um, so yeah, I thought that was like witch light. Like, yeah. It's it's supposed to signify like supernatural stuff because it's it's always seen like right around the dreams, but it's always presented as in the room she's in. So yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if that was magic influencing her dreams or you know exactly what. But so she kind of like starts following it down. There's a cool like sort of stuttery, sketchy effect like to the um, frame rate. Everything's yeah. kind of blurry yeah. and it's very cool. Yeah, this is when they really start messing with like the focus and the frame rate yeah. on the camera. Um, and like, yeah, the light goes ahead and, and it's it's projecting its like sort of glow on the halls and otherwise it's, it's totally dark. Yeah. Um, and then she walks all the way down this hallway through a doorway into this fucking ceremony. Yeah, and I think this room is where... Uh, Sarah had peeked in and we couldn't see where she was looking at. Oh, that would make sense. I think it's that room. Yeah. And so, yeah. Susie's I mean, as like, a room, it's it's a it's a big old you know stadiumy room. Is you know it's yeah. like a high tiered entrance and then like steps down. Yeah. And... But when Susie like looked in, we hear chanting. So you would yeah. imagine that they're doing stuff. So it's maybe like witchy and scary. Hey, were they doing stuff in there? Hey, Susie, were they doing stuff? No, Sarah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, Sarah, were they doing stuff? Probably naked stuff. Naked I bet stuff. it was. It's witches. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing here. It's probably uh, so, uh, Valpurgisnacht. So let me talk about who's wearing what. So Susie is wearing... <laughs> I was going to do like this, the fashion roundup. Like, okay. Susie is wearing hot couture. Yeah. Susie's <laughs> wearing like a low plunging, very see-through black thingy. Um, very popular in France yeah. this time of year. Madame Blanc is wearing something that kind of has the same shape as the dresses that she's been wearing the whole movie, but it's bright red. Yeah. yeah. Tillis wouldn't could wear anything. A lot of everybody else are naked, and a couple of mm. witches are wearing, like, hair suits. Yeah. Yeah, that was great, because I was like, I don't know if this is supposed to be, like, a demon, or if it's a woman wearing a hair suit. <laughs> but it's a woman wearing a hair suit, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a good, like, half dozen of them, at least. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, it seems like they were, like, either the older witches... Or the instructors. Yeah. Um, well, because some of them are in that, like, triangle in the back doing the hand gestures yeah. while the girls dance in front. Yeah. And then It's hard some to of describe them... all of this because it's, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention with the hair suits, though, when they cut Susie's hair, um, one of the ladies scooped all of it up off the floor mm-hmm. and, like, put it in a bag and then, like, clutched it to her mm-hmm. chest. Yeah. Like, ooh, yes. And I was like, yeah, that's not weird at all. I uh, would wear this on the Sabbath. Right, and that's exactly what it is. She's like, oh, I can't wait. I can finish my fucking Chewbacca costume. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Chewbacca mom now. I will get all the YouTube hits. Come on down to Witchland. There's no internet. <laughs> <laughs> we got it blocked. <laughs> Can't Google shit. So what happens in this ceremony? Do you want to walk us through this? All right. From what I can remember, Susie walks down this long stairwell into like this ch- yeah, chamber. Yeah, it's all stone. And yeah. There is like a little stage thing that seemed to have like fabric at the back of it. Oh, like that was way the in the back. I don't even fucking remember. Yeah, it's, it's like it's in the back of the chamber. And I was like, oh, it's kind of interesting because it kind of mirrors like a stage. Nice. Yeah, there are girls doing more interpretive dances. Mm-hmm. There's, as you mentioned, there's like a sort of triangle of girls doing just like hand gestures. Well, I thought those were some of the matrons, but maybe they were some of the girls. I don't oh, know. well, okay. So uh, the dan- spoilers. They... The dancers that we know are in a line in front and they're yeah. like doing dances yeah. In, yeah. In, in front. And then there's this weird triangle, and then there's a witch that we don't see the entire movie leading 
this kind of is she serum. in the hair thing yeah she, she she's had, wearing one of the she hair had, like suits? long gray hair yeah and then she had like a hair suit she's on. got one of those chewbacca costumes yeah. yeah and so we don't see her the entire movie and i'm like who the but hell yeah is she this? is sort of like conducting things mm-hmm. yeah so she's yeah. leading the ceremony you have mother marcos, marcos on, yeah. on the side with uh, miss tanner oh who, shit that's full house it's danny oh, tanner's no, old wife not. she left and she became a witch in germany <clears throat> She's like, um, I can't raise this these fucking yeah, ungrateful Ms. kids. Yeah, Miss Tanner. Yeah, yeah Miss so. Danny Tanner. No. Mother Marcos is leaking all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. She is, man. She's a bag of meat. She looks terrible. She Again, looks nasty. The, the fucking the effects are great. Because, mm-hmm. like, yes, I mean, obviously, it's it's a costume. They didn't find a woman whose, like, whole body is, like, patched together from other people parts. But, like, it looks great. It looks real. It moves grossly, mm-hmm. weirdly correct. True. Even the mouth, like, is off. Like, mm-hmm. it seems like a skew on her face. Like, her face doesn't fit. Like, her neck is, like, her face is melting into her shoulders, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, she really does not have a neck. Yeah, and, like, but the and the mouth, like, it's, it it's looks a like... Little, it's, it's a little job of the hutty, but not, like, total hut. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go full hut. No, um, no. It's, like, quasi-hut. It's, like, hut. It's it's like 20% like, hut at yeah. most, man. Yeah. <laughs> 20% hut is another button in the back. All right. <laughs> so, but, like, her mouth doesn't seem to, like, fit on her face right. I mean, also, and at least she so wasn't good. sitting there going, like, hot solo. I mean, she may have well and been then, doing it. And then Tilda Swinton is uh, about a blog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, Salacious Crumb is the uh, name of that character. <laughs> yeah, so there's, like, oh. We needed that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just saying. <laughs> yeah, there's like this whole commotion happening and then you have Madame Blanc on the side. The opposite side. Yeah, from, yeah the opposite side from, from Susie. Yeah. Susie's in the middle and then you have Mother it, Marcos on the other side. Isn't it kind of an angel devil situation? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's interesting, yeah. I think also before a lot of this stuff happens, we have the disemboweling, right? Well, yeah, I was going to say, then they bring out Sarah and, I guess, the Sarah, other... Olga, Patricia, I believe, are the three. Okay, and they disembowel them with the, the gold hooks. Yeah, they're kind of whammied and oh, yeah, uh, they're definitely made whammied. to stand straight. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, they just, like, unspool their guts, and they hand out their organs and guts to the girls in the back. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, when I was like, oh, the triangle of girls, because that's when I noticed that, because the girls in the back were just, like, each holding part of an organ organ and just doing like a push away pull back motion mm. over and over like in unison together there's like an overhead shot of yeah, it. yeah yeah and i was like oh that's so weird and like it's uh weirdly you know like it's it's rhythmic so it's like tantric feeling and weird and, and a little bit like heartbeaty yeah or organic yeah. yeah and and then there's like other girls in the front dancing I mean, we you, you come to understand Susie's going to be the new host for Helena Marcos, um, whose body is an amalgamation abomination, is what I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> like, right around here sometimes when we see that Klemperer is there, he's uh, yeah. naked, yeah. on the ground, because um, he's a witness, he's, he's like, yeah, he's laying. He's the first one we actually see. Do we? Oh, we yeah. see him from the back, but yeah. I didn't know it was him at first. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And then when you see the reverse, you see that it's him. Because I, like, I, I should have figured it was him, but I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, he's just naked on the ground, really fucking traumatized. Yeah. Um, for most of it, like, he's covering his face, like, covering yeah. his, his eyes and stuff. Uh, probably because uh, he's Tilda Swinton, who is also doing two other characters. So they were like, well, if you cover your face, you can be anybody under yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> They, they have, like, a bunch of dialogue, and then Mother Marcos is like, all right, I'm ready to take over your body, Susie. Susie's kind of like, I'm ready. But, like, she seems apprehensive. 
at the same time. Yeah, it's the it's the final threshold. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. oh, I think I want this, but do I want this? Well, also, uh, Madame Blanc is like, oh, this has to be pure and stuff, and are you really doing this willingly? And uh, Madame Marco's kind of accusing her of, like, not wanting this to go forward. Yeah, and, I mean, to be fair, Madame Blanc kind of doesn't. Like, she's, no. she's like, she gives Susie the option to, like, back out. And she's like, I can make you forget all this, and Madame Marco kills her. Well, we think almost. she does, yeah. yeah. She kills her. She, like, nearly decapitates her. Yeah, with just, like, a hand motion, and then, like, fucking the back of Tilda Swinton's head explodes, like, her neck explodes as though she were almost decapitated. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking cool and gross. Yeah. I've never seen a decapitation, like, happen like that from the back. Yeah, no. And, like, usually in movies, like, they just cut to the next scene yeah, and no. like don't even show the person. I mean, no, like, and this that's... being like a body like ripping itself partially open and exploding mm-hmm, blood on yeah. the wall is like, it's crazy. And then like, but she also... falls to her knees and it's just like blood spraying out. You can see pieces of her spine. Oh yeah. It's great. This is the part where like Susie's like, oh, I don't really want this. Yeah, she doesn't want to be a vessel. She wants to be the mother of size. I thought it was more, not that I don't want to be, but that you say you are, but I know I am. Okay. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Marcos is like, you have to say death to any other mother and stuff like that. And then she's like, are you the mother of size? And she goes, yes, I am. And then Susie goes, no. I am. <laughs> yeah. Much. We then. cut to Susie's mother, um, and we see like uh, the uh, the light in the room turns red. Yes. And we see like the shadow of a hand like a, across her face. Yeah. And I guess she's dead now mm-hmm. because then the light in the light. room is red, and I uh, think that might be Susie releasing her. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and then death appears in the chamber well, yeah so she summons what i think is like an avatar of death or yeah. something um which is uh, apparently played by the same actress who played the mother which is cool um, she also it's it's long black fingernails long yeah and a lot of like clawy yeah. fingernails um skeletal looking and then like kind of doesn't have a mouth mm-hmm. yeah like the mouth it's not smooth but like it's not a uh, articulate mouth it's yeah. like yeah death kind of shows up and i think kisses yeah helena marcos and she starts like vomiting blood and like dying very fast fast but also like yeah grotesquely here is where uh suzy like declares she is suspiria or suspiria or whatever and basically like is now open yeah we are serving french fries until has death going around to you know kiss and kill everybody else but it's also yeah. everyone that voted for marcos yeah, yeah it's not everybody yeah everybody. it's everybody it's... that voted for marcos in the in the earlier scene in the kitchen when they took a vote for who should rule the coven i guess yeah. and so it's it's real cool because it's like it's like roll call and it's like a shot of like each each of these uh yeah. which is being like marcos, marcos. and then it's and like then... a shot of them in the room getting kissed by death and their head exploding mm-hmm. yeah and i was like it's fucking great and really yeah. fun and weird so it's a very, like, kill the pretender and all their followers kind of situation. Yeah, and what's funny is, like, there is a line after they do that vote where, um, like, at the end of it, they're like, okay, you know, Mother Marcos has won, or, you know, Mother Marcos is the whatever, you know. Let no uh, let no woman's vote be held against her. Mm-hmm. And, I was, you know, and I was like, oh, that's interesting now in hindsight, because I would yeah. like to go back and rewatch that and see who says that and, like, therefore what, maybe what context it is. Yeah, if it's... You know, one of the pro or the anti. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Just curious. Huh. Now. Yeah. You know. But yeah. I, um, didn't, I didn't realize that, but that's actually a funny little yeah. thing because it, yeah. All the heads explodes. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. 
it's um, really good and like the camera work is great they, they you know i mean it's it's cg so like they get kissed by this person in this uh you know effects makeup and then like and there's just like a explosion and geyser of blood and whatever but like the camera it's it's not really cutting away it's like kind of a long it's these long shots with these mm-hmm. intercut shots of like you know different witches being like marcos so it's real cool because it feels very like in the moment it's mm-hmm. not an effects shot that you'd see in another movie where it's like oh well when we cut back it'll be a dummy yeah. sprays blood because they just like cg'd out the heads and yeah. added a bunch of fake blood so it feels more visceral and gross and weird yeah. and yeah. crazy and i love that about it yeah um the end is like for as like static as the palette is for the you know rest of the film because it mostly is it's very yeah, like, it's a lot of reds and it's, stuff it's and, mostly yeah it's fairly yeah. like you know it's gold and it's like kind of cold a lot of it yeah despite like warm tones and stuff but like it's it's you know it's sort of distant from everything this is very like well you're in this fucking the red room you know like it's like the red wedding banquet hall in there (laughs) yo possibly even bloodier which is hard to say it's hard to top yeah well benioff and weiss you were the champions for like three years yeah (laughs) and now luca all hail luca it's a great scene, especially like, it is. you still have the women, like they're trance dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, because everybody's fucking bewitched and they got witch whammied. So, like, they're just doing what they're doing, kind of. Regardless yeah. of anything else going on around anybody. Yeah. yeah, like this teacher, not even just another human being, but like a teacher who I know who has been teaching me how to dance for like however long. No. Her head exploded because death just kissed her. And they're just like fucking go-go. and They're doing the swim. Yeah. Like it's just like, ah, oh, it's yeah. so good. And then there's a like a weird part where like Susie like rips her chest open. Yeah, yeah. Susie just like claws open her chest. Everything in this room is lit in red. So it's all shades of red. So there's a shot of her face after she like it cuts to a close-up of her face and starts to slowly pan down. And I was like, oh, do we have to see the ripped open chest? This is not my favorite stuff. But like when it pans down... It wasn't down, that bad. No, it wasn't that bad. But also around the edge of the wound, I think it was supposed to just be like wet and bloody. And whatever, but it kind of looked like sparkly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like bejeweled or something almost. Or, you know, and I was like, man, this is so weird and I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looked like a bloody eye. I don't remember who she talks to in what order. Yeah, but, but the... She goes down to the three girls and she asks them in turn, uh, what would... What, what can do, I grant yeah, you? What can I grant you? And they... All say, say death, death. Yeah, or I want to die. Yeah. yeah. So she, like, would lean forward and whisper in their ear. Yeah, either she... Then, I couldn't tell if she whispered in their ear. It looked like she definitely whispered to the first girl, whoever yeah. that was. But um, one of them, it kind of looked like she just kissed them on the cheek. Yeah. I thought so, but then I... I, I like... Okay, I think so I, I saw sure. a whisper, and then I thought I saw a kiss, and then I thought I saw a whisper, and so I figured it was probably all whispers, and I just fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying uh, it's an interesting... She does a thing. Maybe it's a kiss. Maybe it's a whisper. It's a whisper. Um, yeah. A whisper. It's like, oh, I'm kissing you now. Yeah. Ooh, did uh, that give you guys ASMR tingles? I was going to say maybe <laughs> it's ASMR. Oh, yeah. I was having a kiss and whispers now. Dance. <laughs> okay, a little gross. Yeah, but... I'm gonna cut that out. It's real gross <laughs> and weird. <laughs> cool. Um, Sorry. Sorry, everyone. But yeah, she does either a kiss or a whisper in turn to each girl after she asks them. And yeah. They reply that they want death, and they, and just they fall like down. gently fall down dead. Uh, Which I like the point you made earlier that when you brought the avatar of death, it's death as destruction, and this is death as peace. Yeah. I was like, that's an interesting. It's release because yeah. they've already been tortured. So is that the mother of size? Like, it's like the death rattle, like the, your last breath. Is that what size is? So they don't talk really okay. about it. I was wondering if so, what you guys thought about. Suspiria means size, but can also be translated as whispers. 
But aside from that, I don't know enough about that or any, like... Yeah, I was just curious at what your take on it was, because I, I haven't really looked into it. Yeah. And, like, that the, the Three Mothers uh, sort of thing comes from a book. Well, so I think definitely in this interpretation, yeah. it is motherly, but also death yeah, because as, as far as I remember, in the like hierarchy from the original film trilogy, the Mother of Tears is the most, like, is the oldest and most powerful. Yeah. That's what I think. So, like, I, I'm just saying, like, I don't... Well, and that's... as I, I haven't seen the other Argento Like I said, films. I never saw A Mother of um, Tears, but I read a little bit about it years ago. Yeah. Just spitballing here, it could be totally wrong. Maybe Tears is, like, torment, and darkness is fear, and size is death. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Like, as a trilogy or something? the only thing we yeah, get about it as far as, like, a cosmology in this is um, Klemperer tells Sarah that they were, like, uh, three powers that existed before, like, Christian yeah. belief. And that was it. That's all we get. But yeah. it's interesting. So, I don't know. Um, but definitely in this, she's got, like, death powers and she can make it either... Good or know, bad. Yeah. Good pretty, death or the bad death. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. And then, yeah, she's, like, telling the girls to keep dancing that's beautiful and that she loves it and she's staying in the middle of them and exulting and we're doing really weird camera stuff with yeah. the shutter speed where they kind of look like they're stuttering moving and then the they're shutter blurry. speed changes. They look yeah. blurry, like they're, yeah, 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 like, yeah. like, swishing through time. And, yeah. Um, then it gets a little clearer and uh, we cut to outside and the, one of the surviving faculty is escorting uh dr klemper out and he's yeah. dressed now and yeah and it's very funny after everything that just happened that she's like escorting him downstairs and she's like watch out watch this it snowed so it might be a little bit slippery yeah she like, puts his glasses on and he's just like fuck 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 she's like <laughs> sing him a lullaby yeah he's in shock she's like yeah he's totally and he he goes home and then we get our epilogue a sliced up pear a sliced up pear which is what he's uh, gonna have for breakfast i guess mm-hmm. yeah or lunch or something like that he's yeah. got cheese and some pear, pear. yeah sliced up pear He's in bed because he's real. Yeah. Well, actually, um, before that even, um, oh. the, the girls all wake up, and some of them are a little bit bloody but don't seem to notice. <laughs> yeah, we see them all in bed, and they have, like, a spatter of blood on them here or there. And yeah. then they just, like, wake up and, I guess, you know, shower and don't really, they wash the blood off and don't think about it, and they all go to class. Yeah. Several of the faculty are cleaning up downstairs in the yeah, fucking charnel house. I forgot that about that. that. Yeah, they now. cut to a couple of the faculty who are just, like, scrubbing it with rags and stuff. And I was like, I know it's the 70s, but, like, get a mop. Yep. It's going to be a lot quicker. And, and there's no running water down there. No, no. They're they're fetching so, buckets to clean up this fucking gore. There's a pile of bodies they, in they the corner. Even, they didn't even fucking Mickey Mouse it. Like what kind of witches, y'all? Seriously. Hey, 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 mother of size. This is this is fucking grim. Yeah. I'm out of here. Come mm. on, come on, Pluto. <laughs> That's my Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I forgot about the pile of bodies. That made me laugh so hard. They're just like hauling body after body this pile <laughs> in the corner. And I guess they're like, I'll deal with it later. <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, they can probably repurpose some of that. Oh, yeah. They're going to make a whole bunch of flesh golems or whatever. Yeah. But like somebody like goes over to uh, Madame Blanc, I guess, to put her on the pile. And she's not really yeah. dead. They she's like breathing. They start to like pull her head like back because like she's separated from the back of her neck forward but not all the way through and she's just sort of like hunched and when they pull her head back she like blinks and breathes and i was like fuck yeah that's like the best sequel hook 
ever. That's like as good as anything in Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, or any of that stuff. It's, it's as good as any of that. It's like, oh shit. Because you don't get any more. I don't know what happened to her after that, but like, she's gonna be back in a future installment. She's gonna be pissed. Well, pissed maybe... off Super Witch Tilda Swinton is like, just take my money. <laughs> maybe she's gonna want another body, one that has yes. a full neck. Yeah, doesn't have a big old nasty scar for beach season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna have to wear one oh. of those old 1920s bathing suits with the fucking full collar. I feel like a lot of the halters would hide the the back of her neck. Yeah. Like that. Still. But, you know, short haircut and backless dress or an updo. Yeah. That's gonna cramp your style. So... Klemper is going to have breakfast, his uh, caretaker or housekeeper, whoever yeah. like brings him this. And then Susie is standing in the doorway. Yep. And uh, the, the caretaker is like, who are you? How did you even get in here? And Susie just says, leave the room now. Yeah. And she like walks out and she sits down and talks to Klemper. And so she tells him, um, what did she say? My daughters. What my daughters did to you was wrong. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, you deserve I, the truth. She's like, I wasn't in a position to stop right. it, really. Yes. And she's like, but you deserve the truth. And tells him what really happened to his wife all those years ago, which is she was caught uh, at the border at the border when they when they separated. Poland, yeah. She was taken to a concentration camp. She was held for is it 20 days? I don't I remember tw- the exact 20 days. time. And, like, everyone in the camp was asked to stand outside for uh, a, sec- a census. <laughs> yeah, a census yeah. taking. And hundreds of people died from exposure, including her. Yeah. Um, but she died with two women by her side who, uh, you know, she had come to know in there. Um, so she didn't feel alone. And her last thoughts were of Klemper Joseph on their first like real date uh it was her birthday he surprised her it wasn't their first date but it was like an important date it was uh, her birthday he surprised her by taking her to see a concert yeah it's uh chopin and And brahms Brahms. yeah um it was the first time that he held her hand and that was that's you know that, that those were her final thoughts um and klemper is just like weeping yep and she says, like, I can take your, you know, memories of your wife, of Patricia, of everyone, you know, of all these women, I can take it away. We need guilt and shame. Yes. Doctor, but not yours. Right. She touches his face. Yeah. And then she vanishes. Yeah. Um, and and then, he sort of, like, convulses. Yeah, he starts to seize. A little bit. And um, his uh, caretaker runs back in, and, and then he seems to, like, recover himself and seems all right. Yeah, well, he's, like, asking her what her name is and stuff, and she's like, Miss Sesame. Well, he says, like, who are you? Yeah. And she says, it's me, Miss Sesame? Is that what it was? Something like that. Yeah, and yeah. Um, he's like, oh. Yeah, and he seems I think to he maybe thought, sort of, like... Well, I think he thought it was still oh, Susie. Maybe, and then that was the last of it. Yeah. Oh. And then... Okay. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, is it that uh, you see, like, a... Uh, a boy like run through and like a woman's outside and stuff like that and it's springtime and everything and you have the little so um uh the doc and his wife had like kind of drawn a heart on their house with their initials in it yeah and so yeah i thought it was that maybe he had died and a new family was in there yeah i don't know i wasn't sure what that exactly was yeah it was kind of like that the house had gone on um but yeah it's a slow zoom in on the a and J for Anka and Joseph in mm-hmm. a heart, and yeah. it pans in like incredibly close into it, yeah. and that becomes like everything you can see. And it's like um, there's a shadow from a tree like flashing over it periodically, and some you know, and that's that's like seeing that's the end of it. 
Yeah. And goes to credits. And then there's a post-credits scene where it's just um, Susie, like, walking up to the camera and she sort of, like, touches just off screen. Yeah. Uh, and then she looks off to, like, her her uh, her right and then turns and, like, walks off to her left and that's it. Maybe that's supposed to be letting us forget? Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. that's kind of like what she was doing to Joseph. Joseph. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Um, but that's, that's Suspiria 2018. Yeah. So I had mentioned, and you were like, let's explore this, and I was like, maybe oh, a little sure. later, that it was pretty polarizing to critics, and I think it was one of those things where everybody saw what they wanted to see, and some people interpreted it in ways that they did not like. A uh, big part of it was uh, some people read it as, like, giving women power is a dangerous thing and a destructive thing, but I think a more even-handed read on this would be that some people will abuse power and some people will use power judiciously and fairly and also that just because you're there for a thing doesn't necessarily mean that you could have done anything because that's joseph yeah he he was a witness but he wasn't like he wouldn't have had any ability or agency to stop it and he was forgiven for that yeah. because it's not like it was his fault Man, I don't know. I would have to really think a lot about like themes and stuff in this, and like what. But like, yeah, because it's a lot to unpack. There's a lot, and there's a lot I mean, of also, viewpoints. If you're gonna take a feminist read on this too, just keep in mind that like the entire cast is female, even the major male character. Yeah, which like, is definitely a choice. Like, yeah, like it's not an accident. The detective's a dude, but like he's barely in this, you know. And they make fun of his penis. Yeah, which I mean, like I th that might be a little. That probably turned jab off. At feminism, but <laughs> that probably turned off some uh, some some folks in the audience. Yeah, I don't know, because I mean that's the see, I didn't. That's I the don't... criticism of feminism is that we would do that kind of shit. Yeah, I but... mean, I just think it's you know harmless witch fun. Yeah, it seemed childlike to me. Yeah, yeah. like they're not Definitely. like ha ha ha, like let's ridicule him, but they're like, look at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Also, if you really wanted to wit ridicule him, you wouldn't have it while he's, like, incapacitated. You'd want him to be capacitated for that. Yeah, yeah, you'd want to wake him up and be like, ha ha ha, we are unimpressed. Yeah. Hmm. Your penis is bad. This is a bad penis, Detective Flurgan. Yeah, they give Flurgan. him names and I don't know. It doesn't but, matter who gives a shit. Yeah. Flurgan, why would you even try to correct that? <laughs> I don't anyway. know. He's only credited as penis cop. <laughs> penis cop. Dick dick. Um, oh! Nice. <laughs> anyway, so I didn't. I don't know. I don't know how I read it really, because as we were talking about it, there were like other yeah well, angles also, to like think also about. There's it a from. lot of like stuff about like you know motherhood and of caring and yeah, you know strength. Yeah, and there's there's a straight up platonic you know. love in it, like yeah. between so, two women, which is like yeah, I mean not only counter to like cliches because cliches yeah. is that women don't like other women, but like no, it's, it's also like, in film rarely ever portrayed. Like it's it's this is basically a bromance, well, it's but between like, two ladies. It's kind of like what uh, Frozen was doing, except you know harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because well, Frozen, they want to do sequels, so you know maybe you want them to kiss. Depends on what Tumblr oh says. God. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't I didn't make any of this up. This is all real. You know. You know there's way more slash fiction about fucking Frozen than there is about this movie, right? No, I know. There's probably several porns where that happens. Well, yeah, there's like a hundred... I'm sure there's a bunch of... What is it? DeviantArt accounts. that oh all have God. Ilsa and whoever's boobies. It's Ilsa and Anna, right? They probably do a thing where, like, the one's licking the other's boob and then her tongue gets stuck to it because cold. Yo, I... If... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what? Do you want that? 
I mean, if you're going to go down that road, that's how you do that. Hey, Susie, are you going down that road? Do you wonder if maybe it's a historical metaphor? Okay. Elaborate Cause, on that. Because we're, we're talking a lot about... Um, Germany and history. Germany and... and history and a lot of things that were happening in Germany. And they're kind of growing pains from getting over World War II. Yeah. And... Youth and revolt and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and so maybe it's like that we need to bury some of the old and painful past to be able to move on compassionately with the rest of the world. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. I'm just spitballing here. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, I think people would look at the, the final scene and it's, I mean, more than anything else in the movie is just like brutal and gory and you know i mean it's not like it's it's not um, excessive in any way i mean there's a lot of blood and shit but it's tasteful for the most you know yeah but but i think people would look at that and see that as equaling bad you know but like what it is is you know she is yes executing um but she's executing these people who wanted to keep basically a corrupt dictator in power yeah rather than following somebody who had newer uh, different ideas yeah who was tilda swinton and was about platonic love and it was a groovy swinging time man so i think people would read that as bad when in fact it's just like well this is a bad thing to do but you gotta do it sometimes it's 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 the means and the ends yeah you know i mean like we're also not here arguing like bloody revolution is a great idea i'm not exactly not arguing it because of whom the president is okay but I mean, like, Bloody Revolution, maybe not that bad. In real life, it kind of... I want to see if he bleeds orange. <laughs> oh my gosh. God. By which I mean I want to know if he is a Flyers fan. <laughs> <laughs> Gritty 2020. Um, but no, I mean, like, in, in real life and stuff, you have, you know, the Russian Revolution, the French Revolution, anything that's got revolution in the name is probably pretty bloody, honestly. Revolution number nine. The Beatles. Yeah. I, I can't believe it's not The Beatles. <laughs> Good callback. Our new album is called Revolution Number Fine. Because it's fine. It's just fine. <laughs> Sounds all right. <laughs> My accent's all right. <laughs> it's getting worse. <laughs> yeah, you're... It's, I'm tired, man. Yeah, I'm straying, no, I'm straying a bit far Yeah, you're, you're wobbling from Cockney to, like, a little Australian, but not quite there. So now I guess we're just gonna talk about the vote. We're gonna do the vote now. Um, so Tommy, you brought this to us. So is it, what do you think? Is it what kind of what kind of? I think it's a great watch. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely like better. I think it's better than the original. I remember the colors, but I couldn't remember much story happening. Yeah, it's a th- uh, the original is a thinner story. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's a little, it's apples and pears. Like it's, you know, they're similar, but they're different enough. Structurally, there's more similarities than differences, but there's a lot more to the new one. Yeah. They use a lot of the same names and they use some of the same premise. And then after that, it kind of gets pretty different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you want to go next or I can go? Yeah. I thought it was a great watch. I also really liked the 77 Suspiria, but. I was trying to keep in mind that these are different movies and they're approaching a thing a different way. But yeah, but so I definitely did like the more emphasis on history, on dance. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like them both, but so this would be a great watch. I would highly recommend this as well. Yeah, I'm going to agree with both of you. I think this is a fucking fantastic movie. Yeah, I fucking, it was great. And I, I agree with you, Allison. Like, I love the original. It's a five yeah. star, 100% recommend. Oh, should I watch Suspiria 77? Yes, that's my answer every time. Absolutely. Um, but 
all the changes and improvements made to it for for 2018 are are, are that they're improvements. Yeah. Yeah. It adds they, context. They work for a you know. Yeah, it adds movie, context. Yeah. It adds uh, having this whole subplot. Doctor Klemperer adds a weird focal point to it that you don't get in the original because the original is so dreamlike and your your focal point is Susie. Yeah, uh, he ends up being an outside observer witness. Yeah. That kind Where? of keeps coming in to remind you that this is reality. Yeah. And, you know, and it huh. also does the thing that, like, horror movies always have to do, which everybody's like, well, why don't you just get the cops? And it, it does that thing of, like... We got the cops. The right. cops sucked. Cop, like, yeah, because you can extrapolate from any number of movies any number of reasons why yeah. things might not... Like, why the cops wouldn't know yeah. about this or whatever, but because modern audiences are very, like, well, why didn't you just do... Because everybody thinks they're so smart. And it's like, why didn't you just do this? Why didn't this happen? And I think this movie covers a lot of bases. Yeah. It does a lot of, like, well, you know, how come people don't notice A or B or C? And it's like, well, it's a turbulent area. It's a turbulent time. Like, there's yeah. a lot going on. It's not, like, a quiet, sleepy suburb where you're going to notice people missing or whatever. It's like, no, people go missing all the time. Things happen all the time that could kill someone. You know, like, yeah. these things are happening. And also, even if they go to the cops, they just fucking bewitch them. They witch whammy them. You know, everything goes away. So that's how that exists in this bubble, you know? Yeah. And I like that explanation. I think that feels satisfactory yeah true yeah and God, i love all the imagery i love the direction in it um the only thing honestly that is i mean they're very different animals but man i do not like the score in this as much and i love tom york i'm a big radiohead and tom york yeah. solo stuff fan it's just nothing for me it, it doesn't really add anything to me what really super duper bums me out is all you gotta do is just shift over one person to the left and you get not the singer for Radiohead, but the guitarist, Johnny Greenwood, who did the score for, like, There Will Be Blood, who's fucking great and does really oh. creative shit that would have made this a hundred times more interesting a score. Yeah, no. So that's my only my only thing about this is, like, I barely notice the score throughout most of it. And yeah. when I do notice it, it's not really that good. Yeah. It's not for a good reason. Yeah. It's kind of like, eh, all right. So, yeah. This is an all-around great watch. Recommend it. Also recommend the 1977. They're both great. They're two different movies. Yeah. Uh, comparing them is like it's dumb don't do it yeah they just you, have similarities but you could pick you, any number of movies mm -hmm. that also have similarities that are not remakes and yeah. it doesn't fucking matter it's it's cool you kind of have to take each one yeah. on its own you know yeah this is that thing i mentioned earlier it's they they took a song that you know yeah and they did it their own way yeah and i think they're both equally perfectly good thanks for listening uh here's our plug so tommy you're our guest uh would you like to plug anything you can get follow maybe followers from our thing on your instagram or if you're doing any projects or anything uh so i am a photographer so if you like photography i am departed underscore archetype on instagram find me there yeah tommy will be tagged in all the stuff uh on our social media from you know for this episode so follow tommy yeah um, so you can email us uh, at write, hey, watch, great watch. That's W-R-I-T-E-H-W-G-W at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, both at H-W-G-W podcast. Um, email us if you have an opinion on this movie. You want to talk about Goblin. You want to talk about a long diatribe about how Tom York is the new heir to the throne of Goblin. That's fine. We'll talk. You have any offers about making Witch World a reality? Ooh, yes. Jeff Bezos, get at me. Um, you know what, Jeff Bezos? You have my address because I order shit off uh, Amazon all the time. So just send me a check. <laughs> send me a check and then the byline just says for Witch World. Just draw a little witch hat. I'll know what it means. Um, <laughs> It'll be our secret. Shh. So yes, uh, this has been Hey Watch, Great Watch. You're watching a movie with friends podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. 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 Witch. Sure.
Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Basically, I am Suspiria as a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. Witch, 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 witch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's also a witch. Um, <laughs> I'm a man witch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> part man, part witch, all witch, man witch, coming um, to CBS this fall. <laughs> I, I, I,